speakers We gunning for the top, finna blow up like some heat seekers They can't reach us, critique we can't compete Fam, it's pitiful, analytical, it get critical Deep dives, now they know it, now we all dispute up High takes, get the flow and everybody mute up Streaming all across the world, the engagement shoot up Against the odds, we making it with the squad Follow the Discord, follow the founder Like, share, and subscribe, follow the mods Kick back, enjoy, that's all, play ball tuned into the Animalytical Podcast. Hey. Y'all know, y'all y'all watch the fucking show, right? Because y'all know when this shit come on, it's some shit about to come on. <laughs> Let me chill out. Let me chill out. All right, y'all. Welcome to the Animalytical Podcast, Hot Take Tuesdays edition, episode 41. 41. Crazy. Um... Analytical, where she get critical, of course. Uh, the rest of the game as well. I am actually one thirteenth of the host of the Analytical Podcast. My name is Johnny, aka Jay Lee Trey. You can follow me on Twitter at Jay Lee Trey. All other outlets, TikTok, all other shit. Um, shout out to the rest of the gang that's here so far as well. We got uh, Ashley Lynn Senpai is up here. Um, prayers to you as well because we know we know you under the weather, but hey, we got you. If you need something, text us. Let us know. We'll get it to you. Um, Vani's up here with me as well. We got Kadeem, we got Neff up here, honorary member Neff and shit, always around. Uh, Tony just pulled up. We got Crystal as well. We got Kyle, uh, actually back from the homeland. Um, and also our special guest of the night, J1 Studios, is here as well. Uh, we do want to say hello to him also, uh, while we get that intro out the way. But before we officially get started, of course, we always say thank y'all so much for always tuning in on every single Tuesday. This is our fourth week in a row on Twitter Spaces. Um, and I think this might be it. I think. I think we're not going back to Clubhouse because it's about to be July. So, yeah, y'all catch us every single Tuesday here at this point um, with that. But, of course, thank y'all so much for tuning into the podcast on Spotify, Apple Music, um, TuneIn Radio, things of that nature. Um Always giving us five stars. We still have five stars, y'all. So that shit's good. Forty-one episodes in, nobody gave us a one. I'm not going. I'm gonna knock on wood right the fuck now because I'm not doing that shit. But three quick rules before we officially get started. Uh, number one, please, 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 please be respectful to each other. We're definitely trying to cultivate the anime community, keep everything tight and sweet. Obviously, DreamCon is around the corner, so please do not, and I repeat, do not make personal attacks against each other. Slain the fuck out of an anime character, anime series, or manga series, comic book series. Shout out to the episode last week. But please be respectful to each other. Uh, I'm going to let Vani do number two. I'm going to get out the way. Part two, you already know, and I'm going to keep saying this each and every week. She and they get the first say. Don't be that nigga in the club, bro. I'm looking at you. I'm looking at you. <laughs> then, last but not least, Vani, tell, 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 tell us, of course. Yo, that's all. Play ball. Sensational. All right. So usually Brandon does the anime news, but I think he's running a little bit behind. But no worries about that. Um, I can actually go ahead and tell some of that information in news as well. Um, so first things first, and first things up. Uh, we actually got. I'm actually actually. You know, what? I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. Let me go ahead and tell y'all that actually the manga sales for the month of May it actually dropped for the United States. It actually dropped a couple of days ago. So I'm going to go through this list really quick so y'all can kind of get the deal of like what the hell niggas are buying. Um, I'm excited for this because we were just talking about Japan last episode. So I want to see what Merck talking about. That's a fact. So I'm actually going from the number, let's see. 
I'm going for number. We'll go for number ten. We'll, we'll we'll keep it. We'll keep it. We'll keep it light. We'll keep it light. So number ten on the list is going to be Toilet Bound Hanako Kun uh, Volume One. Uh, that's actually surprising. Um, I was not expecting that. Uh, number nine is going to be Jujutsu Kaisen Volume Zero or Chapter Zero. Um, we got number eight coming in the hot number eight Chainsaw Man Volume Ten. Uh, number seven. This is where it gets interesting. Spike Man Volume 6. Number 6. Spike's Family Volume 4. That's hilarious. <laughs> All right. Now, I know Kyle going to love this. Now, we get to the top five. Number five. Berserk Deluxe Volume 1. The hardcover. That's a fact. Say it again. Like, Say it again. I, I like that. Here. I like that a lot. And please. I love y'all for doing it. Berserk please, please Deluxe copy. Volume one. So all I can really say, honestly, is I'm glad y'all reading it now. That's all I'm gonna say. Um here we go. Um number four, we have Spikes Family Volume Two, which I'm not really surprised. Number three, which is not surprising, Spikes Family Volume Seven. This this is very telling. This is very telling. Number two, which is kind of you know what somebody brought this anime up a couple weeks ago as like in their top five or something like that, and now I can see why. So Death Note short stories coming in at number two, which is brand brand new. It actually came out May of this year, May tenth. Um, I don't know what that's about. If anybody has any information on that, with crew or anybody in the audience, let us know. And then number one on the list. Drum roll, all that other shit. Spy, Spy X Family Volume 1. Mm. Sensational. I don't know what it is with Spy X Family. No, I'm kidding. I do know exactly what it is. The anime has been an amazing, um, great adaptation, great translation into the anime. Um but it's very contrary to what Vani was saying. You know, we talked about it last week with the Japanese versions. Japan actually had a different manga as number one. Um, but it's very interesting to see that the U.S. is actually banging with Spy X Family. So it's definitely a success in the West, I would say, according to the manga sales. Any comments, concerns, or any of those natures? Nah, I mean, except uh, on, on what you just said or on something else? Like anything else to add? Oh, no, you know, any comments on the top 10 or whatever, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. That's a, that's a solid list. That is a solid list. I got no complaints. It's to be expected. I can't even be mad at it, to be honest with you. That's a fact. I wanted to see a wrench get thrown in there or something. You know? I don't know. Would it would it be a fair comparison to like Demon Slayer and it's um, anime affecting manga sales versus manga affecting uh, anime, anime sales in this sense? Can I, can I say yes to that? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, you know, just, yeah. curious, just because it's a, it's an interesting kind of like dichotomy. And I wouldn't say it's like all alluded to hype, but you know, um, just curious. I can say, um, I think, because I remember we talked about this on a different episode too, where I think what's happening is that obviously, when an anime that is good comes out, you know, the manga is going to go. Because people are going to want more. You know what I'm saying? Some people don't have the patience to wait week by week. Um, I'm sometimes one of those people. I know some other, other us, uh, other, others of us in Animalytical were the same way. But 
it's like, yeah, I, I kind of play. I, play. I think it's exactly what it is. Um, I'm curious to see if that's going to happen as well with the, my summer sleeper. Um, shout out to Moody and Mike Check Waifu Waifu uh, Call of the Night. Um, but we'll get into that conversation later on. But yes, um, Spy X Family is actually doing that. So second part of the news for tonight. Um, so the movie for that time, I got reincarnated as a slime. Shout out to you, Kadeem. Uh, it, it will be hitting the theaters worldwide in early 2023. So we got a little bit of a slim down of time frame, um, at least. So that's a good thing. Um, for those who are out of high school, it is not getting a second season. I hate to tell y'all. Who's mad? I'm not mad. Who's mad about that? Sorry. Oh. Some people are kind of upset. Um, I see claps down there. They don't look mad at all. Oh, bet. Cool. All right. I'm not looking at the screen. Thank you for telling me that. <laughs> That's a good <laughs> They is not mad. They're like, okay. Or or they or they clapping about slime. It could be either or. You know, there's a delay between the stage and us. You know what I'm saying? So true. Um, but yeah, got a high school, no second season. Uh also. For those people that are into anime streetwear, a lot of us are here. Um, if you don't know by now, please go to ihavani.com, get your kaiju number t shirt. Um, also listen to the uh listen to the song Kaiju as well on Spotify, Apple Music, any other DSP. Um, and of course, if you do get lucky, you you go will be one of the ones get the first copy or volume one of Kaiju number eight as well. But yep. Uniqlo is actually dropping the Spy X Family collab as well. That drops on July 5th. So that's this upcoming Tuesday after the holiday. So get your pocketbooks ready. Um, it's already bare miss, bro. They, they, so that's a fact. No, I mean, I mean it's, it's not... Um, I'll say this. I ain't gonna say it's cheap. It ain't cheap. But it, it, ain't, it ain't overly expensive either. You're gonna, want, you're gonna want to get more than one thing. Let's put it that way. I think of the bigger corporations, I think they have probably some of the best prices when it comes to anime merch out now. Um, I'm not going to name drop others for the sake of the bag, but like a lot of those other ones out there be kind of taxing an arm, a leg, and a whole body. And I'm not a fan of that shit, which is why I also be leaning in towards the people who um like a lot of the ones who are underground making this shit too. So that's, that's a fact. Shout out Von Six and the rest of the gang and also Nami Wear. Anybody else? Sir. Sure. Yeah, you know, I already know it. And of course, you too, Vonnie, because you're dropping clothes too now. And um, also, that, <laughs> ahead, um, that link expired this Friday for pre orders. So y'all might want to hit my link in the bio, get you a t shirt, be swagged out for uh, for a dream con. Um, Johnny, I have one actual piece of news too, not related to me, of course, but related to uh, anime and stuff. Go ahead, bro. To you. All right. So um, I was just reading up on news myself, and this is kind of cool. So at, via Anime News Network, um, transgender manga artist launches manga inspired by his youth. Um, this says manga artist Shin Kanzaki launched uh, its Haike Second Sama, which translates to Dear Society. Uh, the manga is inspired by Kanzaki's personal experiences as a transgender man. The publisher describes the story as follows. A hidden youth depicted by an LGBT creator some 10 years or so ago, high school student from regional town, Went to an all-girls school and enjoyed talking with his female friends. He was an quote-unquote ordinary girl except for his pervasive feeling of unease within his body. A story of love set in a time demanded even more conformity than now about living one's fullest life while hiding the discontent. A story about searching for oneself. When I tell you this shit sound like it's some gas, boy, I'm reading I like this that motherfucker. I like that. 
I think I might get that one. Yeah, I mean, like, um, I'm gonna drop the link in the uh, analytical uh, hashtag for the adam the the link to the uh the actual article. But by all means, if anybody got the link to the to buy it, the link to just supporting that motherfucker, I needs in on that. Like my manga too. I'm glad you said that. So I've been tweeting this for a couple of days now on my personal Twitter. Um, I haven't. I think I think I've done it from here too. I think I don't know for sure. But uh, if you have a books a million by you. Even if you don't have one physically by you, this is online as well. Manga is buy two, get one free. So I'm going to say this one more time. The summer sale for Books A Million has started. And manga is buy two, get one free. You can either do it online or you can go in store. Now, I'm not going to say that there's a lot of shit left in some of y'all stores. Uh, I know I went to mine again today. Um, I also want to promote the fact and it's, of course, it's the end of Pride Month as well. Uh, the physical copies, if you're looking for this particular BL manga, shout out to all the BL fans out there. And I know Tony might laugh. He might come off mute for this. Dick Fight Islands, Volume 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5. It's Excuse already me? out. Yep, it's out. Oh, the physical wow. copies. I gotta go cop that. Look yeah. at Crystal. <laughs> see? Coming off the mic like that. What the? Now, see, yeah. now, see, now, now, Crystal, if you can tell us a little bit about Dick Fire Island so people don't feel like it's some weird ass shit, but I'm going to let Too you late. go ahead and speak up. Um, <clears throat> hi, everyone. Well, when I first, I'm not going to lie to y'all, y'all, when I first had put this in the group chat about this, I ain't going to lie, like, they was getting on my ass. They was getting on my ass about um about it in the group chat. But it was it actually turned out pretty interesting. Um it's like uh mm, uh let me see, how should I word this? Is it good? Uh, That's the question. Is it hold back? I, I, <laughs> let it fly. I enjoyed it. It has that that romance vibe to it. Um it has that uh this fight energy. I, I really enjoyed um, the the couple of chapters that I had read. So now that they have, because I was looking, I was like, hey, what what the rest that? Where's that? So um, I am uh, glad that they are coming out with the other volumes as well. So yeah, I'm gonna need to cop that and add that to my collection. Yeah, definitely get on this deal though too. You might as well because when I I did the whole row was full. I said, ain't no way. This ain't real. But they actually had like a whole section. Shout out to Books A Million being very, very honest and uh, doing this the judge, uh, doing it well like, actually. Uh, whole section full of BL manga. It was fine. Go, buddy. Bro, I went on that Books A Million site the other day when you mentioned it and I definitely saw uh, volumes of not Sailor Moon, but Sailor V. Dog, if anybody in there get that and you cop one from me, I'll be at bestest of friends. I'm just throwing it out there. Bestest of friends, nigga. <laughs> Best of friend. Also, uh, Frankie and Toddy, we do see you uh, requesting. We just gonna get through the news real quick. So, yeah, that's what, that's the manga jump for y'all for that one. Um, a couple more pieces here, just a little bit. Um, if I'm not mistaken, oh yeah. Those Junji Ito fans, um, y'all know a lot of oh. us was uh, was was hype for the uh, Uzumaki uh, anime uh, adaptation. It was supposed to air this year, uh, but it's been delayed due to production reasons. Now that can mean obvious reasons we may not know about, but assumption 
is leading towards uh, COVID and or summer pneumonia. So there's that. Um, so things have been halted for now, but it will um, definitely still be coming out. It's like going to be pushed back till spring of 2023. So we're still getting it. No worries. For those who are Kaguya-sama Love is War fans, uh, the manga will be ending in 14 chapters and it will conclude with the 28th volume. Uh, so definitely be on the lookout for that. Um, Spike's family officially will be returning for the second course or the second core uh, in October of this year. The second core will consist of 13 episodes. Um, first core, I think, was 12 or was it 13? No, it was 13. It was 13. I'm sure. Um, and then we will have more Bleach, Thousand World Blood War arc, Thousand Year Blood War arc uh, information next Monday on July 4th. And then uh, some good mid is actually coming with a part two, uh, Orient, um, better manga than anime. Uh, but part two will be broadcasting in the summer starting July 11th. So be on the lookout for that if you do enjoy Orient, things of that nature. Um, anybody else anything to add to anime news before we pass it over to Kadeem with the gaming news and shit? Anybody else got anything? I'm good on my side. I'll take that as a slide. All right, cool. Kadeem, it's on you, brother. Yo, yo, yo. What is going on, people? What's going on? So, not a lot, but a few, you know, a few cool things going on in the gaming news right now. Um, if y'all don't know, for my Nintendo fans, Nintendo Direct had their little show this morning. Um, I had checked it out when I got off work. A lot of awesome games were showing. A lot of awesome things were showing that caught my attention. I don't know if you guys saw it, but one of my favorite is for my Persona lovers. Uh, Persona 3 Portable that used to be on the PSP. Persona 4 Golden and Persona 5 Royal are coming to the Nintendo Switch. So for all of those who've been wanting Persona games to be portable again or for the first time, this is your chance to cop it. Uh, there's some other new games that's coming out, especially my favorite coming back, uh, the Mega Man um, Network series that used to be on Game Boy Advance. I don't Boy, know some of y'all maybe. What? Hey, look, it was my favorite series. All right, it was. No, 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 I'm no, I'm, no. Hey, bro, I'm in agreement with you, my G. Bro, I'm Battle Network games is hard for real. Wow, I wish they bring back Mega Man Legends. I'm about to say it. Let's Capcom. You look at me. You look at me good, nigga. Give me Mega Man Legends three. Get that boy off the moon, bro. Give me that fucking game. It was supposed to be here. I legitimately almost bought a Nintendo 3DS when they told us we was getting that game years ago. I was one of them little dumb, starry-eyed kids, and when they told us, nah, it's not coming out, bro, I legitimately almost cried in the club. I'm not even gonna hold you. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Capcom, please. Thank you so they, they much. Really big, bro. Like I'm, I'm getting tired of seeing Mario all the time. I'm not even gonna hope. Not never mind. That's the time. I'm just saying. My, my, Mario, Mario gonna never get old, bro. That shit gonna keep going till we. I'm, just saying, I'm, I'm tired. Of Nigga, we getting a new Pac-Man game, bro. That's a fact. That's a fact. Like, Pac-Man been debunked for they years. They rather bring back a Pac-Man. They rather bring back Pac-Man than Mega Man Legends. I'm Where the fuck Kirby at though? Never mind. Let me be quiet. They already made a new Kirby game. It's already out. Oh, it is? All right, bet. Yeah. And now, um, oh, what else? Y'all made, you made me lose my train of thought with your antics. God, no. But no. My bad, uh, my bad, dog. <laughs> we hear anything on Sonic Frontiers, Kadeem? 
Oh, yes. Thank you. Thank you for reminding me. So the Sonic Frontiers, somebody needs to smack the developers because how are you going to say Sonic Frontiers is not an open world, but from the gameplay, it obviously looks like an open world. Am I wrong? For those who have seen the gameplay. It do. It do. I've seen it Exactly. Like, it looks like Breath of the Wild, but with Sonic. Like, it looks, it looks good to me. It's coming on Nintendo Switch. It looks good to me. I always wanted Sonic to be on an open world game and you just running around beating people up or being fast like the Flash. That's the closest thing you're going to have as a Flash game. I mean, I'm just saying. But other than that, um, it's that's pretty much it's not really a lot going on in the gaming world. Just that really big thing with the Nintendo Direct right now. But other than that, let's go ahead to the uh, next topic. Unless you guys have anything else to add on y'all end, please let me know. We got that hashtag just for you. <laughs> just for you is yep, funny yep. as hell. <laughs> but uh, all right, cool. So definitely thank you so much as always, Kadeem, for that. Um, also, Ronnie, shout out to you for throwing uh, the, the that manga, bro. Anybody got that link? Let us know. Um, but we want to do. We want to actually go ahead and say hello and introduce our guests of the night. Um, so tonight we have uh, J One Studios with us. Now uh, J One Studios, and actually, I think specifically we got J Rich with us. Uh, but it's a right uh, J One Studios. Um, Artist for the manga is called uh, Angel Savior. We also got a super, I think it's a super, super boundary J1 and also Mega Ran manga and also the Mega Ran uh, random lyricism uh, fan base spanning over 30 different countries. Also, J1 Studios owns the largest running 100% black owned anime convention in the US, which is called J1 Con. I'm going to stop you right there. I'm going to need some bombs to be dropped on half of this shit because it's not saying. That's a fact. That's a fucking fact. You're absolutely right, Ronnie. Multi-award winning game developer. Another one. Um, also, an entry into the Encyclopedia of Black Comics by Dr. Sheena Howard that showcases influential black people in the comic book industry. New York City! Fucking insane. Jesus. There we go. All right. Uh, multi-genre music festival founder of the J1 Music Fest. Sheesh. Okay, hold on. These ain't we not done yet. This is only just a slight little bit. Uh, we got founder of Cosplay Prom in 2010, voice actor, executive producer of the Nigerian anime project. Um, I don't want to say this wrong, but I think it's uh Ajika Lost in Rome. Hopefully, I said that right. Tony, don't beat my ass. I'm learning. Um. Storyboard artist, model, singer, radio personality on one of the first black nerd radio shows in the United States, Black Tribbles, uh, which was created in 2011. Also, web show personality on a number one geek web show in Philadelphia, which is Head Nerds in Charge. And we want to say hello to Jay Rich from J1 Studios. What's going on, Jay? Yo, yo, what's going on? What's happening? What's happening? Man, that accolade list is nuts, bro. Welcome to the show, man. How are you? Yeah, I'm chilling. I'm, I'm always working, though. <laughs> yeah, we can tell. <laughs> so so definitely, um, I, I do want to give you a chance and give you the floor to kind of introduce yourself, you know, you know, accolades aside and everything and, and, you know, let the people know who you are and all of that. Go ahead. 
Uh, yo, what's up, everybody? It's your boy Jay Rich. People know me as Spider Man. It's a thing. I'll explain it later. Um, but uh, been doing this anime thing, this manga thing, this convention thing, this black nerd thing since two thousand and six. Like as a public thing, you know, I, I tried to create as many public spaces to create what we now see as the blurred scene because we didn't have a lot of room. You know, back in the That's a fact. back in the day, uh, I've been making games and like computer games since before you were born. Um, not like legit. Like I'm talking like late '80s, early '90s. You calling us babies, bro? Damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, that's a fact. You said late eighties. I'm nah, like, yeah, yeah. He right. <laughs> I'm born in ninety. He right. I was there when they said, "Here's this new Italian character known as Mario." Like, you, you, oh damn, yeah, he got us. <laughs> he got wait, us. Wait, 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 wait. What year were you born, brother? Seventy-eight. He got wow. us, bro. He got us. I was there for three. I was there for the Dreamcast, the Saturn. I I'm actually looking at my Dreamcast. My Saturn, my Genesis, my SNES, my PC, my PSP, my PS1, 3, GameCube, 64, even my Japanese systems like my PCFX. You have a PCFX, bro? Oh, this nigga. You in the world with a PCFX. If you don't know about the PCFX, go to YouTube right now. Go look at that shit. Hey, let me ask you. you, Do you have like a very favorite retro game of all time? Like not the system, but like a specific game. Specific game. Um, oof. All right. There's a few because I mean, some of that was literally my childhood. <laughs> like what's considered retro now is like was like my present day. <laughs> yeah, we starting to age ourselves on this. Uh, <laughs> well, welcome. That's to my, a fact. Yo, welcome to my life where people are like, yo, that's a classic. No. And that is not a classic. It is still relevant. Like, bro, um, I knew I was old when um, I was looking at this DreamCon uh, ad, and I saw people saying like, "Why they not letting us in?" I'm 20 years old. I was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, I remember when I actually did art for this. Will, this will age me a little bit. I did art for Spider-Man Two. What? Oh, yeah, like, he, yeah, he flexing, bro. All right, he flexing big time without flexing. Big time. Like, I remember when they were introducing what the Matrix is, they used the commercial just asking, what is the Matrix? And it was just a black screen. And, like, everybody was like, what the hell is this? Like, yeah. Um, that, was yeah a, right? that was the first Matrix, right? I think that was, what, yeah, like, 97, 98 or something like that? 1999. Yeah. Because that was the year I was going to work for Disney. Oh, shit. I turned, it was going to be whatever movie came after Tarzan, because that came out the same time. Um, But uh, because I was going to do animation over there, but they had these weird rules that I was just like not cool with because I was a stupid. Now, now, now you know, we got to stir the pot, right? So I'm going to ask you what rules, if you don't mind me asking. All right, all right. There's a all right. One of the dumbest one though. Like as I look back, I'm like that was just in my own head. Like just being stupid. Earrings. Guys were not allowed to have earrings, and I had just pierced my ear at the time, and I was like, Nah, man, I'm gonna be a rebel. I'm against all the system and everything. Even though, I'm <laughs> like, like how much of a you know rebel am I? Um, 
And then there was just all these uh, other rules. Like I wasn't weird about the the book. They make they give you this book if you work for Disney, any department, literally janitor. Um, you have to learn the history of Disney, and it's just a three hundred page book, <laughs> and you have to take a quiz. And I was fine with that, but mm. stipulations was if you work for Disney. At least at the time. I don't know how the rules are now. I mean, I was over there not, uh, before the pandemic, but the rules are different now. But if you worked for them, you weren't allowed... Anything you created while you worked under their employee, even if you created a character at your house, belonged to them. Wait, what? Yeah. They had all of them royalties? Yeah. That's crazy. I didn't want to create nothing while you and I had just started creating what is now uh stuff I use for like my series Angel Savior that I did years ago. Um stuff that is my game now VT Heroes. Like there's so much of that stuff that I'm I implement it now that I'm like Yeah. That's wild. Like, you know, like that I'm, is I'm glad I didn't sign that contract. And then if you, me too, right? <laughs> I wouldn't have been doing all this black nerd stuff for, for the for the culture, you know. Like, yeah, that's facts. And it's you know, it's funny you, it's funny you, you just mentioned that part about the black nerd culture. So I'm gonna ask you, and it's gonna, I hate the, not really aging, but it sounds like I am. But no, no, I don't know. yeah, yeah, just hear me out. So what would be, what would be like one of the things that you see right now coming from where it was then to now? Uh, what would you say would be the best thing that you've seen so far? in this 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 gap of time you know because we actually went from kind of being like you know underneath the underground to kind of like right now in 2022 like if if a black person's into anime or nerd culture it's, right. it's on top yeah yo okay one i'm gonna tell you right now i'm old i look mad young but i'm old and i'm bitter because like i'm, I'm happy for y'all but i'm mad for myself because like I, I went through the crap, man. Like, mm -hmm. I, I was like, yo, check out this thing. Because I used to help open, um, I, I managed an importing store. So we were, we were like importing like anime before it was like on like TV. So, Cartoon mm -hmm. Network and stuff like that. So I was like bringing this stuff in. I was like, yo, y'all should see this stuff called Dragon Ball Z. And I was showing them Dragon Ball. And they were like, man, this stuff looks stupid, man. Like everybody in the hood was like, this is dumb, you know? That's this crazy. Dragon Ball came out on like on like syndicated TV. And everybody's like, yo, bro, you, you see this thing called Dragon Ball Z? I was like, yo, I'm about to beat up every black person I know. Like, like <laughs> <laughs> Like, cause I, y'all don't understand. For me, I know some of y'all nowadays get bullied a little bit. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a martial artist, all this stuff. So, I ain't you ain't bully people so much. But like, like, preach, nigga. Yes, sir. Preach. <laughs> and that's most, and that's like that. In, back in our back in my day, like anime fans, the small, small number of us, and like who are into that culture. Literally, you'd find like three other dudes, and you like, yo, you, and you find like. One other girl who might be like willing to say she's into anime, and he'd be like, "We will become a family," you know, like and, that's fine. And then we would just like all do martial arts. Like everyone who was into anime was like literally training all the time because we was like, "We got to put hands on people because people are gonna put hands on us for doing stuff that's not quote unquote black." 
Mm, you hit the point and that I was gonna get to. Go ahead. I, got through, I went through decades because I started developing games on. Okay, y'all know it's called the ASCII code. You guys use it in memes and all that stuff where you use like parentheses and like the dashes and the hyphens and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, code and stuff. Yep. That was part of the coding I used in Basic to make the animation graphics for my games on these old computers. So seeing it as like a trend now, I'm like, man, I was doing this already. Like, you know, that's but crazy. Like everything, everything you guys are doing now, I'm low key a little bitter because I'm like, we've been doing this. I bled for this, but no one's gonna know. Like, you know, like yo, niggas was not on these Geo City sites, these Angel Fire sites, getting down like we used to get down in the younger years. Yo, that's a fact. Fact, they wasn't. I, I'm still friends with a lot of the people you see in the industry, like uh, LaShawn Thomas, who worked on Boondocks, who made, you know, uh, eventually did Yasuke and like Cannonbuster. We were all like animators and stuff on Newgrounds. This is before YouTube. Damn, Damn you said Newgrounds? Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. I knew you was doing animation. That's actually a cool, like, him being your peer at that time must be monumental to see both y'all having that level of success, too. Yo, and it's funny because, like, and like people like, like one of my homies, uh, everybody knows his art, uh, Tovio Rogers, because they know him for drawing like brown skin, thick, like versions of like video game characters and all mm, that. Yeah, all yeah, yeah. Stuff. I know that guy. Yep, yep. He did fan art of like because we were friends. Shared sauce. Even art days, and he he did fan art of uh, characters from my books, from my manga. And it's like funny now, like I know all these cats and now some of my homies work on all the DC animated movies and Young Justice. Those are literally my homies. <laughs> and, and it's funny because like, I know all of them. Like when I go to L.A., I, I go and see like one of my homies, one of my good friends is director of Rick and Morty. I go stay at his crib. And then like when he comes to the East Coast, he stays at mine. But like, man, what? Like, you know, like it's crazy. Like you, you see all this stuff, and it's like y'all don't know what we went through to get y'all to this point. Like, I, I, I really hope that in time passing, that more and more black nerds appreciate what black nerds of the past went through to get you to the point where you can walk around. And a Akatsuki jacket and not get beat the hell up. That is a bomb right there. He right. He right. And to that point, that's exactly why we bring people like you on this platform to be able to talk your shit the way you're talking your shit right now. Because we want to celebrate those people who got it out the mud back then, really putting in the groundwork for us new folk to come in on TikTok and really flourish the way we are. Yo, so yeah, thank you for doing all that groundwork for us. Yo, and, and that's the part that's salty because like, I ran into somebody... Some some dude like he ain't know nothing about nothing, and like I was at a bar, but everybody in the bar knows who I am. They almost everybody in the bar owns games or donated to my kickstarters for my anime, like whatever, like anything I've done or worked on. You know, and people know they're like, oh, that's Spider Man. Literally, like everybody, most people don't even know my real name. They're just like, that's Spider Man. So this dude come over like, what do you do? And I was like, oh, well, I do this, 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 you know. And he was like, he started looking 
online. He was like, but you ain't got the followers, so you must not be doing it right. And I'm like, not a cloud chaser. Here I'm like, there's a difference between, okay, so I have, say I have a hundred followers and you have a million followers. Your million followers ain't going to donate any money or putting money into any of your businesses. My hundred followers are going to drop at least a thousand dollars each time I do something. And, or some of those hundred followers are directors from Disney, direct, like actors from Marvel. Like, you, you know what I mean? So which following has more value? No, please say that again. Please say that last line again. Yeah, repeat that. It's like I know, I know the, the one of the art directors from Insomniac is working on Spider Man too right now. Has like maybe follow. Are you serious? Yeah. Yo, <laughs> I wish we had video because I would show you. Well, one, I look at my hot mess, but like you can see my office. My office literally looks like a Spider Man museum. Like I have pop figures, action figures. Storyboard pieces, uh, po uh, exclusive posters. Like I have an exclusive poster that Sony gave me. That I don't know. You can actually get that poster. Um, Damn. And I have a life size Toby Maguire just standing in the corner of my office. <laughs> Damn. What's your What's your favorite Spider Man? I've so far that's, that's dropped. Like, which Which one is the, your favorite? Or which Which uh, actor has played Spider Man the best to you? Um, they all did well. They all have their reasons. Um, Toby McGuire was a great Peter Parker and a decent Spider-Man. Andrew Garfield was a okay Peter Parker, but a fantastic Spider-Man. And Tom Holland is a nice blend of both in various ways. I um, like that answer. But I think as a whole, Spider-Man 2.1, not even because I even did anything for it. Uh, I did one drawing. It went on Sony's website. Can't flex too hard, but kind of can. But like... <laughs> <laughs> no, you um, flex. You good, G. You might have heard me on that one number. Like uh, Spider-Man 2.1 is literally the best Spider-Man movie, hands down. I love the new uh, Spider-Man movies. Don't get it wrong. And I think No Way Home was fantastic. That's I a fact. I, I, I got emotional through that. But nothing's going to get me the way I saw the first Spider-Man movie on the big screen. Mm. I didn't. Here's the thing for y'all. See, y'all grew up with the MCU. Well, not all y'all, but most of y'all grew up with the MCU being an existing thing, being nerddom is being trendy. Comic book movies were a joke. Everyone laughed at them. No one wanted to be in a comic book movie it, when I was growing up because they were all considered just crap movies. And then I got to see my favorite character on the big screen. I was alive to see that because I never thought I'd see the day where you see Spider-Man as a major movie. So I cried the, literally at the opening like credits because I was like I'm actually alive to see this happen that's crazy because what's interesting about that because my dad well my dad took me to go see the first X-Men so this is kind of aging myself as well so like 
Remember when, like, the first X Men when they first had the 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 DVD player, and that was one of the first movies that ever come out on DVD, like physical, was yeah. the X Men movie. Um, that that's yes. that that was like <laughs> that was that was so cool to me because um, my favorite X Men is is not actually uh, Wolverine. Um, my favorite X Men of all time is Gambit, but I was kind of pissed when I first seen it because I didn't see Gambit at all. But I had this allure towards Wolverine. I'm like, yo, what the hell? But like the movie did what it's supposed to do, which is made me go actually want the comics and go see some of the backstory of Logan and everything. Yeah, so yeah. like so like I, I will say I agree with you on that with like it seemed like the comic book movie thing was kind of like corny at first, but then all of a sudden, you know, like like you said, when that MCU stuff started dropping, shout out to Iron Man One, uh it was it was over from there like it was just like it just took off and people didn't even know it was an M- mcu thing anyway we didn't know we just thought iron man was coming out. Shout, out, shout out to shout out to blade though for really starting it off that's a fact i was gonna say blade was like the first successful big budget marvel movie um and combined that with the trends of the time thanks to anime um we got stuff like you know uh, x-men and and you know i mean we still took a couple dips because you know we had spider-man we had x-men after. Mm-hmm. but then we took a dip when like fantastic four came out and all that other stuff <laughs> yeah we ain't gonna talk about michael b jordan fantastic four we, ain't we definitely ain't talking about that one absolutely either. not absolutely not no that way. shit was that shit was bad that shit was bad so because you're a comic book head i'm, I'm gonna just ask you because i'm a everything yeah I, I want to give the year as there, there used to be a thing in Philly called the Geek Awards. It was like the Oscars for nerds. Mm. And it was like sponsored by like Comcast, like every major tech company, IBM, all that stuff. I won. I'm Michael Jackson, that thing where I won most Damn. awards in one night. And then I won the biggest award. <laughs> Geek of the year. So I still have that in my office. I'm looking at it right now, like that's, that's so gas, yo. So like, you can literally ask me about just about anything. Some of the new stuff, I'm like, eh, because uh, I know uh, I'll piss y'all off if I say the wrong thing. I know. Honestly, you know what? I'm not going to even ask because it looks like we got like a question from. Uh, looks like Moni has a question. I see your hand is up. Uh, if you want to go ahead and ask, go yeah. ahead. Yeah. Hey, what's up? What's up, Moni? How you doing? I'm Justin, good. is that you? Hi. I see you so that is long. me. What's good? I know. Good. Just I saw you in here. I'm like, let me pop in here and say hi to you. How's you and your wife doing? Oh, we're doing awesome. We're doing awesome. Appreciate Amazing. You sliding through. Uh, how's Ray doing? I need to see y'all again. I appreciate it. Would you, you got a question for J1? What's up? Got no new comic book geek yourself. Oh, God, when you brought up the subject, because I'm an 84 baby, because the 90s, nobody wanted to be in a comic book, comic book movie. And, and the fact that anime has grown that much since since the whole Sailor Moon and Dragon Ball and evolutionized this. Like, yeah, we came this far. Yeah. And even, even, even with anime, like, remember, 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 Justin, back in the 80s and the 90s, we had to go down Chinatown and buy the VHS tapes of Dragon Ball. And they, because the Chinese would have, you know, their second language was English, so you had to buy the subtitles to watch the movies and the TV series. No, I, I used to do that all the time. I lived around. Mm. I used to go to. I loved Chinatown. We get these random VHS tapes. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the place to go if you want to catch up on um, certain anime. Now, and then when you see Toonami, like, oh, here come the return of Cooler. I'm like, hold up. Did this back in 1992. They're just not releasing this. But I'm glad, like, the evolution, like, it finally, like, is catching up. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Because that back was, like, 10, at least 10 years behind. Like, yeah, what everybody was seeing TV, if you had a way to get into the importing scene or the culture because you had no internet there was no service none of that mm -hmm. existed mm -hmm. you get vhs tapes you couldn't even get DVD. like you had third generation vhs tapes that had like static all in them sometimes and like is is crazy and i i remember you had to do that but you still like were ahead of the time. It was so crazy. Oh my gosh! Yeah, like like the um the even with the kaiju era, like uh, Godzilla, like people didn't say about Destroyer and King Ghidorah, but like you know the Hensei era was already finished conclusion in nineteen ninety eight. But they yeah. but people but Amer but Americans. You know, like the uh, the the cable finally got a little advanced, so people was able to catch up watching all the old previews of kaiju's. And people didn't even spot on like you know how um here's another here's another um uh, a hint everybody loved Sonic Adventures too you um not Sonic Adventures too the first one was Dreamcast and you know you see chaos at the end but it's paying homage to Godzilla versus um Be uh, Beolata you know he fight That's he fights the plant monster he yeah. fights the plant monster it's the same artwork it's the same work. Yeah, I'm, see, I was a huge, I'm a, still a huge, like, tokusatsu, like, kaiju fan mm -hmm. of, like, stuff. People don't even know what Getter Robo is or Johnny Sacco or, like, you know, like. Right. But people people won't know, know, know that to you about that uh, chaos. It was paying homage to the kaiju monster. Yes. Oh, all right. So you know your stuff. See, I like that. I like to hear that. And now I don't feel so. So alone. <laughs> I actually want to bring something up too on a side note. Um, kind of relating to this conversation, there was a tweet that popped up. Um, your Froger said, uh, I think the problem is the majority of us don't know who you all are. I think we need to make an announcement on important blurs from the past. Um, I wanted to get y'all insight on that actually. Like for people who have made that impact in this community, for people who have been doing this thing for a while, do you feel like uh, there should be more avenues for you to be able to, uh, I said more avenues for you to be able to just kind of show your skills, show your, just your acknowledgements, your accolades. Do you feel like there needs to be something that, that that's passed on? Or how do you look at that uh, uh, from your stance? Do you feel like maybe it's being left in the dust? I kind of wanted to gauge your side of the story. Yeah, like it's, it's, I do, like, if I have a little bit of gin in me, of course I will say, yeah, man, I deserve some love. Cause, like, sometimes you do, you feel, you feel lost in, in, in the sauce. Because, like, right now, trends for black nerd culture, like, move so fast. And a lot of the newer generation don't look back at stuff and, and don't realize, cause a lot of them don't realize. Like what you had, what people had to go through, like people like my age and all that stuff, what we had to go through to even dare wear a T-shirt with a superhero on it. Like you couldn't even like if you were caught drawing 
by your homies in 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 the hood, they'd be like, "Oh, you trying to be white? Oh, you a sellout? Oh, you a Oreo?" Like you recalled everything under the book. The nerdier you got, the more you lost your identity. Or we or they bro, revoked I your black card it, the whole time. Get your black card. Hated it. I hated it, bro. People that's, called me Oreo back in middle school. I hated it. With that's 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 funny because like even though like I'm born in 1990, so like yeah, I'm aging myself. It's fine, but like it it happened to it happened similar to me too as well. Like with the whole uh, Yu Gi Oh card thing, the Pokemon card thing. Like they would take my cards, throw it across the lunchroom, and. You know, they threw like a whole box set of Yu-Gi-Oh cards away. Like I had a nice, nice fucking deck. I was like winning matches at school, and they took my shit and fucking threw it in the trash. Nah, I, you gotta I, start I, swinging. Oh no, I fought that nigga that day for sure. He got his ass whooped. Yeah, for sure. Drop a bomb on that shit too. Hold on, where, where my bomb go? Never mind. Fuck it. Keep, 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 keep going, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> that man with a rock, not a bomb. But yeah, like there's, there's, yeah, honestly. I'm not even trying to toot my own horn. You know what I mean about this? Because there's other people that were black nerds in this scene where we weren't allowed to be black nerds. Even, like, it was like a secret. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, even I have friends now who are who've been novelists. Black nerd superhero. They write black nerd superheroes. Novels. Like, whole novels. Got whole series and everything. And they were doing this, and they were even making their characters because they, they well, they're gay. So they made their characters gay, and this is before it was like a public thing. So they had to double hide, you know what I mean? That's, see, that's that's crazy, and, and how far we definitely have come. In, and, and it's wild you know. because no one knows who these people are. And we did, and a lot of us, there's a lot of us in the, like, the Philly scene that had to fight even harder because... We were given that, like, Philly's not the best supportive town. Oh, no. Philly, Philly's very, uh, I guess I could say it because everybody's grown here. Philly is a dick riding city, right? Like, because, like, as I've lived Philly most of my life. Philly treat, look how Philly treats a sports fan. The, the sports. Yeah, that, yeah, I'm about to get into that. That's the fact. You're right. Like, I don't care what anybody say. Philly is a dick riding town. The second you winning, oh, yeah, you going all the way. That's my homie right there. The second you fall for it, you ain't got to fall. You take a stumble. Oh, you worst mother ever. Like, get him out of here. Throw batteries at Like, you know, like. I mean, Ben Simmons did score five points in the finals, but that's that's a whole other conversation. And yeah, Allen Iverson did win game one, but that was it. Different conversation for a different time. <laughs> <laughs> but but you get what I'm saying though. Like, there's so many. If you can succeed in Philly, you can pretty much succeed anywhere. Because like, as much as people will say like, LA is fake. I maybe when it comes to like interpersonal relationships but when it comes to business LA the most realist set of cats because they'll come up to you like you have this talent I want to use this talent so I can make money therefore you make money let's make it happen that's the whole conversation I love that about LA I tell you what because you're absolutely right and one of my best friends from college from LA he, he told me from Jump Street hey bro you got to make it in computers bro <laughs> but I'm not doing computers obviously I'm doing social media shit now but like it's still crazy. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But 
pieces, like Philly, they'll act like your best friend until they're done with you. Mm, they, okay. they can get their stuff. If they can use you to get themselves higher up, they'll step all over you. And then that created. And the same thing goes with New York, too. Because, like, when it comes to the business side of things, unless you have a certain amount of money, and you end up, you see that crabs in a barrel mentality. And I'm speaking from the entertainment side. Why do you, there's so many, there's so many entertainers, musicians, all that stuff that literally started in New York and Philly. Where do they go when they go to make it big, though? L.A.? Yeah, exactly. Yep, every time. Uh, we got a question also. It's like, uh, let's see. Uh, Kakashi Johnny, uh, go ahead. If you have a question, go ahead and answer what or ask away. I think he went down to listen. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, no, he back now. There you go. Well, um, uh, this is for um, J1 Studios. He was saying growing up, you know, back in days, if you did stuff like drawing, like drawing like characters, like cartoon characters, or you drew like combo characters you was getting made fun of, like growing up in Philly. Well, I was in New York and I never, like my old, he rest in peace, my older brother, he used to draw Spider-Man. I was always like, hi, the way he draws Spider-Man, he was drawing like a different color, like black and orange. And none of his friends never made fun of him. Like most of my brother's friends, he was in the, he was in the streets, but all my brother's friends, they was, they were street dudes, but they was like the most nerdiest dudes ever. Like, they showed oh, yeah. that it's like they was they was tough. They wasn't like nerdy, and they never made fun of nobody for doing stuff like that. Especially like when it came like hacking games and stuff like that. Like they already like back in the nineties because I grew up in the nineties. Game video games was expensive as hell. Like Shaq, like for example, Shaq Fu. Remember my brother bought that game. Man <laughs> spent like a hundred dollars on that joint. Man, shout out Shaq Fu. Man, love that game, dog. Nah, back in the days, that joint was trash, and you spent a hundred. I was yeah, on that joint. You had to take that L. That that was the biggest L besides Superman sixty four. That was the one of the big hot garbage. Listen, Superman listen, listen. Superman that shit was 64. terrible. Superman sixty four was less was less than Jack food. It was an L, but it was a cheaper L. Yeah, yeah. No facts on that. And don't don't get me wrong. I had my homies because I I ended up you know I had to put pause on people and then I started associating myself with you know fellows of the streets and you know i got them into anime but you know we kept that within the group you know what i mean who was at the crib or something like that they come mm-hmm. up while one is like and it sounds as ratchet as possible like while one is cleaning his gun the other one's playing my pcfx and the other one's like watching dragon ball like yeah we we did that I, and i used to always put them on to all the nerd stuff but i'm talking about just like our people as as a mass, mm-hmm. like when your inner circles, you always found solace most times within your inner circles. Not necessarily with family, but maybe with like maybe a cousin, your your homie from down the street. You know what I mean? The boy that he's always on the corner. They always knew that kind of stuff. Like that's that was always a thing. But mm-hmm. I'm talking about like you see how people. Can cosplay almost like a normal thing and walk down the street and nobody will say a thing. You see how now you could wear an anime jacket that literally got characters all over it. Uh, no, all right, I'm gonna stop. We'll stop you there with the anime jackets. 
motherfuckers they say that will make fun of you wearing an anime jacket. But back in the days, I don't know, everybody knows about Mark Echo, that Marvel collection. <laughs> everybody oh, in the preaching. hood got them jackets. I can ask my brother friend to this day. Each one of them still got the jacket with Venom, the Credible Hulk, Wolverine. Everybody was trying to get that. That was a see, that was a later trend. You get what I'm saying? Because Mark Echo saw it. It was like pop culture is but back in the days, we had to see all people was wearing like a Spider-Man shirt, like from like the, the original. Like you ever see like these thrift videos, like old Spider-Man shirts, and you see you see another back in the days. I used to wear all those type of stuff. My brother used to wear all those type of stuff with, with pennies, Jordans, and all that, and never got made fun of. But here's the thing: that was like '90s, right? That was like late '90s, right? Mm -hmm. By that point. That was the beginning of the move because then stuff started coming out. Remember, Blade became a thing. Comics and cartoons that late nineties brought in the Spider-Man cartoon from Fox, the X-Men cartoon. You know, those things are the That's things bad. that people remember. That was the chain, the beginning of the change. We're talking before that. Before that? Oh no, you had to know how to throw hands. Yeah, you know I mean, catch you with an anime T-shirt with a Adidas tracksuit, you might get one, beat up. Well, one, you couldn't find it. There was no such thing as an anime T-shirt back then either, because anime wasn't—they didn't even call it anime back in the eighties and like into the early nineties. Didn't wasn't called anime. It was called Japanimation. Oh yeah, you preaching now? Right. You could go into a video store. Some of y'all might not know what a video store is. I know what that know. is. It's like a, it's Netflix, but a bill. Um, <laughs> and you I think most people know what Blockbuster is, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We got Blockbuster. Yeah, Blockbuster. Yeah, we know. No, no. I was watching some. I was reading some tweets earlier today, not from you guys, but like somebody posted something, and they were watching an old video uh, in the '80s. Somebody had posted a vid '80s video of these people at a house party dancing, and Billie Jean was playing in the background. <laughs> And somebody responded, I thought that was made in the early 2000s. I didn't know Billie Jean was that old. I oh, old. it was was the 80s the 80s uh, video of like a house party with black people? Was yeah. Okay, yeah, I've seen that comment. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like, and that's, that's, that's clearly like mid-80s. Like, come on now. Right. Don't. But, but no, but they didn't know that song. They didn't know Billie Jean was that old. There's a lot of people. That's scary. Yo, there's people that see a lot of the stuff, even the X Men cartoon, as like ancient. And I'm like, really? Like, I mean, it's old, but I don't. It's not like a black and white cartoon. Like, you, know? <laughs> I, I <laughs> you can think say the same thing with old anime, like the original Ghost in the Shell. Like, you show that to people that watch, like, My Hero Academia, they roast it. <laughs> and a little, little trivia for you. If it wasn't for Ghost in the Shell, you wouldn't have got any of the visuals that you got out of the Matrix trilogy. That's facts, actually. Ooh, they wow. literally, I can give you the whole breakdown because I've met actually, and, and they stole that whole storyline anyway from a black woman. <laughs> yep. that That's later. a fact. That's, That's a, a fact. crazy ass story, I too. Her, I interviewed her on my show years ago. Her name is Sophia Stewart. Uh, but the whole thing with the letters coming down for the Matrix, that was inspired by Ghost in the Shell, the original movie's opening sequence, because that was the color 
of our computers back then because you had black with green 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 letter and the whole plug into the back of the neck was totally taken from ghost in the shell because how they used to hack each other so she she wrote a hell of a fucking story i I, i've i think uh ashley ashley told me about it this was like late last year and she was like Yo, you know the Matrix was like made by a black woman, right? And like they stole it and I like, used the Terminator and all this other shit for it. Yeah, the Terminator. No way. Terminator like, is actually canon to the Matrix universe because those are the machines. Um, again, <laughs> <laughs> because people don't know that. Like, so like the Matrix is is this story of like the redemption. Another way of looking like the whole Christ redemption thing. But then, but then also the Terminator, and you probably know more than we do. But that's what I was told, you know, about yeah. reading some things. Yeah. Yeah. No, the book, the original book, is called The Third's Eye, and it literally has the characters Morpheus, Trinity, and Neo in it. And the machine world had these soldiers called Terminators, like they were literally just robots that would kill. And she was shopping around, you know, her story to get made into a movie. And everybody just picked apart, picked it apart, and you know, when you got mad money, you can you just push people aside and shut them up. Crazy. Took her about ten years to, to try and you know from the court and all that stuff. That's why if you look at the first Terminator and the first Matrix, they are separate movies from the rest of their series. That's a fact. They have a whole different vibe. Than all their other projects afterwards. It was. I actually like Matrix One. Matrix One was actually my favorite. I mean, I'm all for the special effects and everything, but right. Matrix One was my favorite. You know, that was the one. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm. I got all kinds of crazy, weird nerd knowledge. Don't give me stuff. Also, the um, the T1000 was inspired by the anime. Um, this I know the years ago. Um, y'all probably seen the anime. Um, Parasite. Mm-hmm. Classic. Like, like how like how like how the T one thousand transforming the people and stuff like that. It's just like how Parasite. Um James Cameron said that he he was inspired from that. I was like, see? The anime inspires like, you know, like regular things of pop culture. Even that that when Terminator 2 came out, like ninety two? Yeah. Was, yeah, was yeah. Early nineties, yeah, early nineties. It's like how do he how do he get access to like at, at Parasite to even like see how that ever worked? Oh, because the manga's that's the thing. Mangas will be out for a long time. Comics do that too in America. Like people are like, oh my gosh, the boys. Like the boys comic has been out for decades. The like, boys is so gas, but yeah, yeah. Go ahead and tell us. Like it's old. Like just like even Walking Dead. Like I was cracking up. Like I enjoyed the show. But I was giggling because I was like, people were going out and buying the compendiums. And I was like, yo, I remember when when Walking Dead was coming out issue by issue each you know, month. Like, it's old. Walking <laughs> Dead, and, and Walking Dead, Dead one of the best shows ever made, honestly, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, and it's, it's so I- funny. I will, I, I will say this on that, on, on that question. Um, I remember I was doing a little makeup tutorial on Instagram. It was inspired by TMNT. And, and I was telling them, man, I remember I was growing up, like, 
in the eighties, you know, boys was doing boys and girls is doing girls stuff, and it, it was it was taboo. We talk about boys wearing makeup, and now we're in the era of like, yeah, I am young, yeah, I am a boy, and I can wear makeup. So I tell them like that conversation was unheard of. Just like with certain fashions you couldn't wear, there certain clothes. Ooh, I remember early nine. It was the nineties when Pokemon first came over here in the anime release, and it was still on the Paramount Network. And people used to try to dress the costumes as getting making fun of, and let alone playing the car games. And now, now is at this point like, wow, this evolution on for years. But like you said about the Matrix, I personally never got into the Matrix because when in the early nineties, me and my mom used to cook our little Sunday breakfast and watch kaiju and kung fu pictures. So to see that is like is really nothing like maze me or fun to me because. It's already been done before. I gave yeah. it a try. It's just not my t- cup of tea because it's already, already seen this nonsense before. You know what I'm saying? And like you said, with the whole Ghost of the Shell thing, it's already been done in the 90s, especially the movie. And shout out, like like I said, if, uh, some people didn't have access to cable. You know, only certain people had access to cable. And there was a network called Sci-Fi Channel. And oh, that's where... Yeah. That was the first ones who was sponsoring anime. There was some Ghost of the Ghost of the Shell, uh, Princess Mononuki. They burned the shit out of it, and that's an original voice cast. Um, <laughs> yep, and they and they show, of course they show their kaiju movies, and they show My Neighbor Totoro. But that was the that was the network that you would go to, to watch certain Pacific animes or Robotech. Yeah, and they actually would show it. They would anime once a year. Uh, because it was like anime, they called it like J- Japan Weekend or this weekend in Japan or Animation Weekend. Or not whatever. even, not even, not even. Um, they were showing consistently. I remember every Saturday it was at one o'clock in the morning, and it was a channel <laughs> called it was a channel called Encore Channel, and that's where you go watch Trigun. Uh, people don't know this series called Gravion. It, those were the animes back then. Yeah, no, no, no. I remember Encore showed anime. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, no, Trigun. No, that's, that's why I watched Trigun. About, see, that's, that was later. Before, when they first were try, trying to introduce anime to like American culture, they used to use it as like this animation festival thing that they would mm-hmm. do on sci-fi once a year because then they introduced, they used this girl who would come in and be the host. And she would show like Tokyo Godfathers, like all this stuff. And her name was Apollo Smile. If you yes. look her up, you could, you could find her. She wore like she was like her own anime character, mm-hmm. where she had two blonde pigtails and like a black and white like bodysuit, because she was like a singer and a martial artist and all that. And she did voices for a couple of like right there, but like she was the personification or the representation of anime to the american market and that was literally the inspiration for creating the mascot of my company uh super bounty j1 is literally the it's a, it's a black like she's just a black anime girl right but like i made her to be like this action-packed like sporty like anime girl because like we didn't see that a lot back then no uh, only now you you'll start to see that more and more but like i was like i want to see like an actual uh, here's a here's a here's a here's another another one j1 um and i'm glad like 
you know, our age, we can pass this on to younger viewers. So, you know, of course, you know, Dragon Ball, when it first came over to the U.S., like Pokemon was on the Paramount first, then it went to Fox yeah. Network, and then, you know, Warner Brothers picked it up and collaborate. And I'm like, okay, they did that with Sailor Moon. As the anime grew, I'm like, you know what? I have a feeling they were going to bring Yu Yu Hakusho because some people don't know Yu 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 Hakusho's uh, creator is 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 is, the, is married to. Oh, 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 we know, we know. Yeah, yeah. some we, people, we some people don't know that. <laughs> but some people don't know that. You know what? <laughs> some people don't know that. And then here we yeah. come, like about ten. What was it? Like ten o'clock, eleven o'clock at night, and they showed it. On the original Toonami uh, first four ep- four uh, shows content. Mm. God, Toonami, good times. Uh, I good never fucking heard- times. Oh, if you love Toonami, y- 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 y'all gonna love our outro because you know we get we yeah. end up getting time on the outro for us. So. Oh, right. Don't don't ask how, but we got. I, I, my <laughs> my very first commercial, um, I started a trend of for conventions because I knew one. I thought it'd be just a really cool idea. Um, but too, I knew a lot of people wouldn't believe I'm doing this stuff. So, because, <laughs> you know, when, you, when you're back then, you black guy saying, like, hey, I'm going to start a convention. Everybody's going to be like, shut up, blackie. Like, uh, you know, so wow. I was like, <laughs> 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 yo, that shit hit so crazy just now. I'm not even going to hold you. <laughs> Right, so I shot a commercial in 2014. I shot a commercial for J1 Con, and it aired on Cartoon Network, and like it aired on Cartoon Network, all that stuff. And then I came up with an idea where that would be my cosplay prize. So I had to had I feel I had the coolest cosplay prize because cosplayers want to be seen. Cosplayers want to get photos taken, videos. How awesome would it be? is if the best cosplay got to be the actors in my next Cartoon Network commercial. And it actually mm. became a dope thing. Jay, and- Jay, Jay, I will say this. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry I cut you off. It's like, no. you don't get credit. You don't get credit what you deserve. Like the early 2000s, like when you was coming up with your J1, you were like the one that was bringing people together. You were the one like bringing the comic book. Shit. You're the one that was told us to bring our PlayStation 2s and consoles and hook it up with the extra TVs and shit while we play these like these game like 2D game like tournaments. Yeah. And I'm like, and I'm and and of course you you the one that introduced me with all these, you know, like Justin Wong and then you know you have Sonic Fox and all them and now they're blew up and they're getting their credit deserved. I'm like, wow. Yeah, well it was a combination like people came to you know all the J1 stuff. And then you had other like people that were influential to the scene, like Big E, um, who has like Big E gaming, who can't like, like fighting games when it comes to like holding tournaments and stuff. I used to just hold uh, some of my tournaments, but I used to be the more anime and cosplay side of things. And we were two black folk in, in Philly, just like opening these scenes and creating these pathways so that people could see. Uh, like and there, I, I, one day I guess I'll, I'll put some stuff together because I remember having like 
being on the cover of Philly Weekly and like all the other different newspapers and NPR talking about because like they were like, oh my God, we didn't know there was a thing called black nerds. And I was like, what the hell? And then it became the term black geek chic. I was like, I'll take what I can get, you know, like. Black uh, geek chic. Because hmm. it was new. You yeah. guys don't realize mm-hmm. by 2000, probably 14, 15, that's when black nerds were like, oh, that's a real thing. I thought it was just, he was just weird over there. There's a lot of them. Oh, how about that? And then later on, maybe like by 2016, you saw the term blurred appear. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I remember that. And then people are like, what the hell is blurred? Like, you know, <laughs> like, and then. Shout out Blur Clown in DC. You right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was I was all about Blurcon. I remember meeting Hilton the year he his first Blurcon, and like we had a sit down. And I was like, "Yo, this is going This would be cool. Like, this is another great way to get black nerds out there and show that there's color to be. You know, that that, that people of color can enjoy this stuff or do enjoy this stuff. It shouldn't even be can that they do." And people should accept it and be okay with it. That's and, a fact. And I had like my radio show team. Like we did a show there. I I, I was I always hype up you know Hilton. He he's awesome. You yeah. know. But, 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 but let's get about your convention because the J One Anime Convention. Let's let's. Yo I, yo, this is uh, an old picture I found on Facebook. J Justin, look at this. Look how old that God. was. That was two thousand eleven. One of my first tournaments. <laughs> See, I told you. <laughs> I'm gonna drop another flex bomb for this history, yo. Oh, oh my god, it's memories. <laughs> like uh, South Philly comics. Holy crap, that's that's way that's before J One Con. Oh my god. You know what? I want to take a really quick pause. Um, you actually gave me a really good idea of a discussion to talk about before this. I want to actually let up more people too on the stage. So like if there are people down there that want to actually come up, feel free to raise your hands. We're going to try to get as much people as possible. I'm, I'm um, going to go, I'm, I'm going to go down, down. Cause I, I just, I just want to pop in here. Cause I saw Justin and just want to say hello. And I'm glad he's doing good. Hey, by all means, you're free to stay if you want. If you want to do that, that's good, too. I'm going to be following you because I'm definitely appreciative of the knowledge you've been dropping in this room. Uh, uh, nah, I'm going to leave because it's nice talking to you. I'm going to play the start, keep playing that Capcom collection, and then I'm playing that TMNT. Uh, mm-hmm. game. Oh, oh, I, I, another gem on uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I got that. All right, have, have, have a good one. For you. And I played that game the whole time. Thank, <laughs> thank you for coming up, too, by the way. Well. What I want to actually know more about from the people is like uh, we talk about just the what it took to get to this point. Now, I want to know more about what it's going to take going forward, like what we actually expect as we stand right here uh, now, June 28th, 2022, like for the future of this actual space. What do we want? How do we want to bridge this out? How do like what are some of the changes we want to see for us black people in this space, in this community? What are some of the methods we might be able to think to help with that? And I don't know, just I kind of want to bridge on that just to help start a healthy dialogue there. Mm. You, you sure it's going to be? I'm about to get bitter. 
<laughs> sorry, I just went to like I, I used to do. A, I still do voice acting. I just did some voices on. I don't know how to use this stupid TikTok thing. I just go on there. I love it. I like watching people. I don't know what to do with it myself. So I started putting voice stuff up, and that's weird. Um, but yeah, like one of the things that's going to have to happen, if people are going to have to actually embrace and financially support indie projects, not projects necessarily of already existing characters turn black, <laughs> but original. There's so many amazing original creative characters and IPs that exist, but because they're not dressed as Naruto or Goku or any of the like, you know, village folk, you know, like if, if they're not a friggin' pirate, then no one cares. And it sucks because the way these stuff that we love now that's already famous, the way they got big is because the people around them actually supported it. And it's, it, I think part of it comes with this weird subliminal message that comes from us as black people that if black folk created it and it has nothing to do with white or Asian folk, then it's crap. And no one wants to talk about this because everybody online talked over and over. I see the tweets and Instagram posts of how they want. I wish we had more of our faces on other shows and all this other crap. But then when you make an anime starring an actual historical African king, and you're like, here it is. Here's the thing. And he's a badass. And he's like killing a bunch of people. They're like, oh, I'll, I'll watch it when it come out. I'm like, here's the Kickstarter link. Ooh, you see how to, mm. ah, yeah. the way my pockets work. Yeah, you know I mean, um. I'll get you next month. Nigga, this running for a month. Like, I know what you're trying to do. Like, you know, like, and the fact that we had, a, like, no, mind, mind you, it got funded and all that stuff. But it wasn't black folk that funded it. And that's where I'm like, are you really talking? Like, did you really about it or no? Nah? Because the fact that I even started getting messages from, I just put it raw because I, I tend to speak raw. It gives me trouble. But hey, I was getting messages from white folk going like, I see a lot of white people donating to the Kickstarter, but uh, how come I don't see a lot of black people tweeting about this? And like, I'm like, mm-hmm. And they're like, that's weird. And that anno that offended me, not by what they said, but by the fact that they were right. And that hurt me as a black creative. Because we had actual black, two different black studios, J1 Studios and Spoof Animation came together you know, to make this thing happen. And it's literally Nigerian men and women animating a story about one of their historical kings coming up from, you know, nothing to great and like being great, losing everything and fighting his way back. You know? And every time somebody does a thing about gods and all that stuff, why is always Egypt? 
Like there's all so many other gods on uh, in Africa. Like you preaching. Like what? And don't get it wrong. I love some missions. I actually studied Egyptology. I took up Egyptology because I was obsessed with it. Like so, like I appreciate what like Black Sands is doing. Hell, I love Mummies Alive. If some of y'all know what the hell that is. Like you know, all right, Mummies Alive was like an animation. It's kind of like Ninja Turtles hype at the time. Sir, I you took me on a field trip back to my childhood. My life was that shit, my guy. <laughs> so, like, here's this project that honestly should have been like funded like ten times over. You you, you get what I'm saying? Like, you you, you tweet about it, you, you about it. All it reminds me of is people posting up black squares and saying thoughts and prayers. None of that's going to help nobody. Mm. I don't care how many black screens I see up on there. Like, did it help? No. Did thoughts and prayers help? Not when you put the little, you got to put the prayer hands at the end. You got to, you got to put the little, little prayer hands at the end. If you don't put the little prayer hands at the end of thoughts and prayers, then it don't work. Like, that's just how, how it works. But like you, you get what I'm saying, like right, yeah. I've been in this industry publicly, like publicly since 2006, right? As J Videos, I've built music festivals, conventions that are still running. I've merged businesses with other entertainers, all this other stuff, while still somehow keeping a low profile. Um, but I still, I see people, you only get, and listen, I love Spider-Man. I love Marvel. I love me some Disney. I, I, I sang for Disney. I did one of their plays. I sang as a genie. If you ever hang out with me, you'll find me at a karaoke bar singing Disney songs still. Um, shout out to our boy Omar. <laughs> <laughs> but like. I've like, I'm not saying I hate the industry and all that other stuff, but I hate seeing people post about how they want this, want that, want this. Then when they're handed to, when it's handed to them, they drop it because it's not, it's like there's an obsession with putting yourself to white media. Like the only time you get hype is when there's a tokenized version of a character. Like, you you will see somebody do a black version of, like, the entire cast of Dragon Ball Z, or Yu Yu Hakusho, or right. yeah. Final Fantasy, or whatever, anything, right? It'll get, like, 10,000 likes, shares out the butthole. Let somebody t- create a story, original story about themselves, have an amazing art, good storytelling, all that stuff, It'll get like four, five likes. Damn, and, and, it, yeah. like, and and people are mad right now about the whole Miles Morales Thor thing. But why? Because they were like, "Oh gosh, he was using graffiti and this and that, and and you know, it was always about you know his shoes and this, that, the other thing." But weren't we doing that with Miles anyway with Spider-Man? Because wasn't his symbol... Exactly. And don't we have a set of 
Miles Morales Jordan's available. I got him right in the room right now, staring at him. So why are you now deciding to get, get upset? Because they pick and choose, man. I really think it, that. Exactly. It's like the support is not really there. They like the idea of Miles Morales. But do they know that there's actually like Spider-Man, like the same Spider-Man storylines happening right now that happened already for Peter Parker? Like they're, they're not even trying new stuff. Like yeah, they're not. They're not. And I, the Spider-Clone saga. Who liked that? No one liked the Spider-Clone nope. saga. Ever. No, they didn't. So I've actually made a TikTok about a while ago talking about how they're treating Miles exactly the way they're treating Peter. And I was like, you are making the same character mistakes all over again. Like the clone saga, the way that they are like running through Miles with all of his girlfriends. I was like, you guys are doing the exact same thing that you were doing with Peter. And it's not, it's not the move. It's not. It's not. I was hoping that they were going to do something I, like, I'll tell you, when, when when they announced Miles Morales was coming out as a character, I was like, eh, why don't we, why don't we just make a new character? We're, you're Marvel. You guys got, like, millions of dollars and hundreds of artists and writers. All right, uh, I'll ride with it. And I was like, people always ask me, now it's become a race thing. So when everybody who knows, you know, again, people know me as Spider-Man. When new people hear my name, Spider-Man, they're like, oh, you Miles. Why? Because I'm black? Damn. Because I'm a Parker. Hell, my son, is a, <laughs> literally, his name is Jonathan Parker. He has a little pen. Like, I went real hard to the paint with this Spider-Man thing. <laughs> like, That's fire, actually. I ain't going to give a lot to you. That's really dope. <laughs> like, I, uh, you know. I like so, to interject on that. Well, when you were saying about uh, tokenized characters, when you create like brand new characters out of out of top of the dome, and they get like little likes compared to seeing like say a black version of Goku, this because they only see legitimacy in classically classic original characters that people grew up with, like not black Naruto, black Ichigo, black. Um, Kurabara because they only see legitimacy in those characters because they grew up with them. Same thing with Spider-Man. They only see legitimacy in classic white characters. This is why they want to see um, a black Superman movie about to come out which is nothing but like a tokenized version of Superman. Right. It's like, why don't we just why don't we stop making super? Like, right, I like Man of Steel. I don't know. A lot of people seem like they hate it. Man of Steel. I don't know. I like Man of Steel. Um, it wasn't like my favorite movie, but I was like, eh, I can live with it. Uh, Batman v Superman. That's a whole different story. But like, why don't we just do a sequel to Man of Steel? Or instead of having like, I know they're pushing Michael B. Jordan to be, you know, Cal- Calvin Ellis and all that stuff, and be the black Superman. Why don't they make him be like? I don't know, like, Icon. Why we can't get a steal? But, all right, listen, we we did that once. <laughs> listen, I understand about her. I exactly. love you funny as hell. But but you realize, Steel is a tokenized Superman. He is, but I still love him. I would take Icon <laughs> over Steel. If I had the budget to fund one D- DC product, I'd probably do an Icon story. 
Yeah, they they did bring back. It's like when they go do like the milestone universe or now they they're in production. So many, there's so many dope characters within there. It's like Dwayne McDuffie has been he's been gone for like over ten years, and now you bring it back to comic books. Y'all should be going full force and be like you know invest all this money because black people want to see themselves as superheroes. While we can't get Static Shock, a lot of people grew up with Static Shock to this day. So ask them, would the Static Shock ever return it? Do you have Icon? Do you have Rocket? Do you have Hardware? Which is literally like he's a black dude. Marvel is Iron Man. Where's Blue Marvel? Okay, I can speak on the uh, Static Shock. Static Shock is kind of buried in a lot of litigation and legal licensing issues, and that's probably why you don't see Static a lot. Um, he is owned by DC, but the Milestone Comics still own some rights, and they just don't want to use them because of legal legal obligations, and it's sad. But here's the other thing, though. They they did make a new contract that gave them rights to other characters from the Milestone universe. Why are we not using those? That's a good question. Good point. That's a good question. You know what I mean? Like, if you're supposed to be the foundation American pop culture nerd scene, you tell me you don't have enough creativity in your entire company to put out at least one good book? When I can go on Instagram and follow dope artists like the guys over at like Concrete Comics, like I could go look at their stuff. They have a whole universe of characters, black characters, white characters, all kinds of stuff. I have a question, actually. Full of people can do that. What happened? I mean, that's how Marvel even started. Like, literally a handful of cats. Like. <laughs> Um, not to interject, I have a question actually for you because this leads into our next actual segment. Um, so like what we take do with our bread and butter, these podcasts on a weekly basis, our hot takes. Um, I would like to ask if you could lead off with giving us a hot take or something of that sort about this community. I feel like that'll cause a lot of really good discourse for the sake of conversation. That's a fact. Mm. Oh, goodness, you gonna put me on the spot. Oh. Yes, nah, yes, do. yes, we are. Yes, we are. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> we got to do it. We got to yeah. do it, bro. You know what? My AD, I ain't had my, my Adderall yet, so my, my ADHD is all over the place. But I want to drop in Super Mario Bros. 3 was my retro. It's not, I guess, uh, yeah, my ultimate retro game that blew my Yo, <laughs> the crazy thing about that game, when I found out the, I don't know if it's actually real lore, but when I found out that that game is actually supposed to be one big screenplay, if you look oh, at yeah, no, it is. It's Yo, the opening sequence is actually curtains. Yeah, that blew my entire mind, bro. If wait, you wait, you didn't realize that early on, bro? I'm surprised. Yeah, if you look Damn, on the I was like 10. Shit, I knew that shit. I don't know. Wait, okay, maybe I'm sorry. No, nigga, I'm sorry. <laughs> If you look closely, all the blocks and everything that's in the background is riveted into the wall, and it has a they have like little shadows underneath them. Yep, give it that appearance. And there's even like strings hanging to hold certain like platforms up. Yo, stuff like that is fascinating to me personally because like a lot of what I do in my spare time is watching just uh background videos. Like, for example, this is YouTube channel called Did You Know Gaming, which oh. talks about a lot of those things. See, like, 
Yeah, and you have stuff like YouTube. I mean, I, we, I still have it. I have it as well. But I'm just saying, like, game development and artists, like, having YouTube is, like, godsend. Like, you literally can just be like, how do I do this thing? <laughs> just look it up. Bro, I learned how to change a tire on YouTube. I'm Yo, so you can do all that stuff. You can literally look up everything. Like, I've been... I, I mean, I, I build computers, but I don't do PCs. I literally build Macs. Like, I can make a video on that. Like, <laughs> and why don't I? Yeah. Huh. I should do a video on that. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, please do because we definitely gonna watch that shit <laughs> for sure. I want to know that hot take though. That's me, me too. I'm waiting for it. Uh, I'm, I'm waiting for it. Mm -hmm. Now the hot take can be anything gaming. It can be about the community. It can be about anything. You, you, you pretty much can hold you into just comics. Like, feel free to throw your hottest take out there. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that's kind of like what I was saying earlier. Um, I guess my hot take would be. Black folk is rare to find black folk to support indie black projects. Not anything that's based on another, you know, I, existing IP, but a completely original IP is hard. That that's made by black folk. Hard to see them get support from their own community. I want to actually. Not a retort per se, but I want to actually speak to that. That point that you made, um, to an extent, I do agree, I'll admit. Um, but I also feel like it's great that I'm seeing a lot more black people in spaces like marketing because spaces like those allow for us to be able to, you know, like a lot of these indie games to get more shine in certain aspects, to get more respect and more accolades it's hard and i mean we're bound by the just the curse of just not really having shit in compared to white people so it's harder to find black people that's really going to support more black people it's just the nature of how we are but um i think that there is an uptrend at least i've been seeing it a bit more in certain circles that i've been around i can't speak to everybody but people are trying to make that change and make that difference they're trying so I think that's cool I, so yeah i agree with that too um yeah, not, not, not to cut you off, J1, yeah, but like, go ahead, go ahead. yeah, even like, uh, so we, we have a very, very close friend of ours. Um, his name is Ash. He's from the other side of the pond in London. Uh, he runs the website called Black Anime Podcast or BlackAnimePodcast.com. But it's literally like the, the central hub to where like everybody can like pretty much come to. Yeah. And if, if you like put your like, you know, podcast, something like that, especially if you're well, obviously because you got to be black to be on there, but. It's like a central hub where like anything from the black anime or like nerd space, they will he will put it all in one centralized database and he's like expanding as much as possible. So there is like little slithers of like support. So I, I agree with Vani as well, but I think the majority is still what you said. Like, you know, we don't really support our own when it comes down to it, which is something that I think with things like black anime pods and analytical and we have other podcast friends like Senpai said also Arc, Arc Podcast or Worst Generation Podcast, Blanime Podcast, Mike Check, Waifu, Waifu. The list goes on. Um, um, it's it's a lot of us that are trying to like keep that niche like together to where we support each other. You know, like it, like 
Steven, shout out to DreamCon, shout out to RDC World. You know, they got DreamCon a couple of weeks from now. That's somewhere where like we feel as if we can cultivate that as much as we possibly can, and hopefully we can change the narrative if that makes sense. No, no, absolutely. And shout out J One Con too. That's a fact. Another place. Like I think that should be a place where we people should honestly look into and go because we got to support our own. Like, yeah, DreamCon is cool. Absolutely. Yeah, it's the hottest thing on the market. I get it. But we got to still support our own. You know what I'm saying? I, I agree with you, Ronnie, 100%. And, and, and that's the thing. This The new con scene is different, too. Because, again, let me, let me age myself. Back in the day, you know, you didn't... You went to cons just to enjoy the convention. Nowadays, you have to be like, well, what guess you going to have? We yo, I used to go. I went. To, I've been going to cons since ninety one. <laughs> I, I think Otakon started in like ninety one, ninety two. Shout out Otakon, and it was like a couple hundred people. Like it wasn't even big, but what made it big was that the people put their money into it and supported it, and then it became the Otakon that you know of now. It was literally in a like a motel. Like, it wasn't in the convention center. A lot of people think all cons just blow up out of nowhere. It was like, I remember New York Comic Con was in a hotel, and it was small. Like, like tiny. Like, not Javits Center big. <laughs> you, you get what I'm saying? Right, yeah, I agree. I think it's the microwave thing, though, too. People don't people don't think it's the, the they don't have origins. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I, I think of, I think about my, my hometown con. Like I'm, I'm originally from Michigan. You know, I reside in Georgia now. But Yumicon started like mad small. You know, Yumicon started on the college campus at at, uh, at, at uh, Wayne State University, and also collaboration with University of Michigan. And then all of a sudden, it kind of like just grew over the span. I think it's been what twenty, like twenty three years, something like that. But it, it it took a while. But also back to your point, is people were investing into it. They're putting money into it. Like. When they had a, a, a GoFundMe campaign or a PayPal campaign, they put money on it, hit the donate button quick, you know, like, and I, and I, I think that's, that's where I, you're about to go. Yeah. Ain't going. You know what I mean? Like, cause that's money going into the, the business. Exactly. People don't realize that they're like, oh, $20 for it. That's important to everyone. Like, here, here's something that uh, I, this will be the 10th year of j com. Right? I'm going to drop a flex bomb for you. Hold on. I'm stressing out about it, so having hearing that explosion made me worry for a second. But- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'll never do it again while you're here. I'm so sorry. I apologize. <laughs> no, I, I, the convention's got me stressed out. No, but here's something that people don't know unless you go to my cons, because I always talk about this, because I have, like, not many convention owners you see walking the floor. I I love my convention so much that I walk the floor. If a vendor is just one person by themselves, I ask them, hey, you need anything? You want a water or something like that? You got to go to the bathroom. I'll sit here and sell your stuff for you while you go run to the bathroom real quick. Just tell me the prices and I got you. Like, you know what I mean? I've been in, in, in those situations. I like even my convention. I don't. I, I'm trying to get sponsors. You, you know how I fund my convention every year? I, I gamble my life savings. Literally. Mm. Every, wow. 
I love the convention scene so much that I take out my savings and blow it on the convention. Because y'all don't know, these voice actors and all that stuff with their flights and their hotels and this and that, and renting chairs and renting tables and, you know, and for this, every little bit of signage you see at a convention, all that stuff costs money. So I use that money from my bits. And then I hope that people buy tickets and vendor spots so that I can make the money back to do it again the next year. This year is a little different because I got a little spider now. So I can't take that risk because say something went horribly wrong, especially with all the COVID years and all that stuff. You may not get as many attendees and this, that, the other thing. I'm not going to risk my home, my car, and the food on my kids, you know, on my family's, you know, plate for the convention. I can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel that. But the fact that I've been able to do this for this many years, because a lot of people don't like giving sponsors to black to black businesses. That's something I learned in Philly real fast. Like, I did all this stuff out of the pure love for the scene. Because, and I even did it so that my tickets were cheap. And I did that on a reason. Because, you know, tickets at cons are usually 60, 80 bucks, you know, for just like walking through the door, like for one day and stuff like that. That's a fact. I'm like, $40 for the whole weekend. And like, kids get it. 40? Like, November 4th through the 6th, right? Yeah, you know, Sobo Hotel, right? Yeah, you know why I do that. I've done that since I started the con because I wanted a place where those poor families who can't afford Comic Con can still experience a Comic Con. Real, because I because you never know that one kid that lives in the hood that ain't got no exposure to this anime stuff will come up and see some of this stuff. And you never know that that kid might be the next Miyamoto sitting right there. That's a fact. That is a fact. When I when I go, I do appearances and stuff at cons, all that other stuff. But when I find, I do research on the schools, whenever a school asks me to speak at their school, yeah, pay me a little something, something. I'll do an appearance and all that stuff. Talk to you about pretty much what we're doing now. But for the kids, I found out there was this one school. Uh, Mont- Monto Ray, Monte Cristo Ray. It was in Philly, but it was like a charter school for underprivileged kids. I was like, "Get me a sandwich and like a bottle of water. We're square." I went there. That's all I wanted. Uh, they were like, "We'll cover your travel costs." I was like, "Nah, man, I got it. <laughs> like, I'll get there." I went there. I spoke the, uh, the the entire school. They had the entire school come out and I showed them the history of my life, like like videos of me and my wife, like, you know, like like when I started the company, the fact that people cosplay as me, which is weird and awesome at the same time. And, you know, seeing all this dope stuff, meeting all these different influential people. And I used to be homeless. So there's no excuse you can do anything. Like, I used to eat half-eaten burgers out of trash cans underneath the, the train. Like, at, at the 69th Street train station, if anybody from Philly knows what that is. 
Um, and now I, I've had dinner with the RZA. You, you know what I mean? Like some of my friends are literally from Netflix Daredevil series. I can literally call these cats now. I went from eating trash, food, already eating trash, to that. Blessings, bro. So I, I'm like, I want opportunities for everybody. So after I, you know, did my speech and my spiel to the kids, some kids walked up to me, and it broke my heart because they came up to me and they were like, "Yo," and they were all, all just little sea of black kids. They were like, "I didn't know." We were allowed to do this stuff. Wow. Broke my heart. And so every chance I get, I do stuff that showcase people of color, influential people, you know, people from all walks of life. And I always want stuff so that people can, again, those kids now have gone, have been at my conventions because they can actually afford to go. You know what I mean? Because I don't charge an arm and a leg. Like, I want everyone to have the same opportunities as the next person. But we have to make those, like, we, including you guys, all y'all, y'all are the doors. Y'all got to open up so that these young kids can come in and become the next whatever. Damn, that just, that just spoke to me, dog. Jeez, run. If I'm willing to risk my entire livelihood to entertain and edutain. I like that word, edutain. Because that, no, that's what I'm all big about. At my convention, a uh, friend of mine, uh, Greg Hauser, he's a voice actor. He comes over and he does like a, like almost like a master class at my convention where you could just learn how to be a voice actor and what it takes to be a voice actor. Damn. You know, I get my homies from my homie from the director of Rick and Morty. I'll fly him out. Like, yo, teach him how to be, a, what it's like to be a director for an animation. You know what I mean? Like I have, I have a thing called the Blackfinity gauntlet, right? That happens at my convention is a podcasting and streaming summit from different indie black POC, all that stuff. Like, YouTubers and streamers that will sit there and network with each other, give each other tips and tricks on how to improve on this. Maybe, oh, I don't know what type of uh, audio box I should use for this. Maybe you should get a Scarlet. You know, like, what kind of headphones should I use? What kind of mics should I use? You know, there's... Like, I want everyone... There, if The fact that... We got to get stop thinking like crabs in a barrel because there's money for everybody out there. There's opportunities for everybody out there. We just got to stop pulling each other down just to try and raise each other up because you're not going anywhere. You're just pulling more cats to the bottom. Help that one cat get to the top so he can help pull the rest of us up. That's a fact. That is a fact. And I see this as a problem within our our side of the nerd scene. And if you ain't paying attention, like really looking how, you know who knows how to hustle the best out of everybody? Sex workers. If, that's <laughs> if you go on Instagram, 
you will see every chick up there who like, yo, I got an OnlyFans, but check out my homegirls over here. Yo, promotion right there. Why can't we do that as an industry? Why can't we do that as businesses and brands? Bruh, I've never seen so much like one cross promotion like you said, but also just love for like the next person over than I have seen with a lot of these OnlyFan um accounts and tags and stuff. And I'm I'm like not even joking right now. Like that shit warmed my heart <laughs> they to see that. harder than anybody. That's why I respect them outside of just like whatever, but I respect I I respect the hustle because I don't even see people in my own industry like hustling as hard as I do. I go to LA, niggas be like, yo, calm down, bro. You you work too hard, man. Like, I'm up here right now. I edit, the, like, I'm a, you heard some of the stuff. I'm a director. I, I edit and direct stuff I film. Because I'm also sometimes the camera guy, too. Because I like, because I make commercials for different, you know, companies. They'll hire me to do voiceovers. I've, I'm the voice of the Showboat Hotel. But I also, filmed and edited their sales DVD that advertises the hotel. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm also Jamaican. Yeah. I got, like, 50 jobs. So, like, that's kind of, like, a thing. But, like... Nah, you good, bro. Like, like all the work you're doing is definitely appreciated, even from the past till now. Like, and I, I think it just all goes back around to what, 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 what somebody was saying earlier, like, you know, how can we actually make sure that we honor those who came before us? And obviously, you know, we doing the work now, even today, you know, doing a podcast on the internet. Like, so a lot of people like, just give you some little background analytical. We're, we're not in the same room. Like we're all on the internet doing Twitter spaces or on clubhouse, the app when it dropped, like, or even discord, when we do our conversations over there, like, this is something that's new. And a lot of people, shout out to GB as well, even having this story. A lot of people just didn't believe that podcasting would work on the internet. Yeah. But we're, I, but we're I, doing I it now. I was the early ones. I was the early ones. I had the sound. I had a mixer board, all that stuff. And people came over to my house, over to my, like, my apartment. And I had a top podcast. And at the time, 2,000 downloads a month is a lot. Now, that's a fact. Yeah, but back then when the internet wasn't popping, you had no social media yet, none of this Instagram, no Twitter, none none of this stuff to really use, utilize. And this is when podcasting was new. It was a it was a gaming talk show. I was pretty much a black G four, and it was called the Reset Button. And this was like, when did Street Fighter like when did Marvel? Three get announced like it was like back that time like oh my versus Capcom three I think that was like what oh two oh three <laughs> like it was it was oh something I know that <laughs> like and like yeah we did we did the thing you know what I mean but we filmed it all in one location there was no oh you stay home and we'll record you live and it'll be crystal clear like. Nigga, what? Like <laughs> that, that's a that's a fact. You know what I mean? And and people what? still think it it wouldn't work, but look look at us now. You know what I mean? So I agree with that. 100%. Like YouTube's only twenty years old. That's that's a fact. You just started in two thousand six. That's a fact. I remember when it was put file. That was a good time. Put file. You just brought it back, Frankie. Look at yeah, don't make me grab my Napster account. And like, <laughs> shout out Napster, yo! Shout out LimeWire, shout out Kazaa. 
Um, the beginning of streaming anime. That, there you go. File sharing, P2P. People yep. didn't know what the hell file sharing was back in the day. See? We had to come from the trenches, though. Shout out Kiss Anime. Rest in peace. Um, but we do want, we do actually want to go ahead and let some people up on the hot take session. But before we officially do that, um, Jay, did you want to plug anything for J One or you know, of course, promote? Like we'll, we're definitely going to put you up on a hashtag for sure to promote the, you know J One Anime Con, which is November fourth uh, through the sixth. Fourth yeah, through the sixth, and I'm, that's going to be it's a new thing that I like. I'm I'm trying to do. I'm blending all my uh, festivals into one thing. So the cosplay prom will be Friday night. Um, Ooh, like like okay. I started a thing called cosplay prom for the nerds who felt uncomfortable at their prom or missed out on their prom. It was an all ages prom event. You just came in cosplay, and you know you get crowned. Back then you get crowned like king or queen. You know did the dance. We had balloons, streamers. We'd have like a live band. I usually rented out like a gym or I think the first or second one was like a pizza parlor, like, you know, but like wherever I could have fun, um, this year, you know, to be more inclusive, we're not going to crown a king or queen. We're going to crown lo- uh, royalty. Um, and, nice. we're going to have it, you know, Friday night at, in Atlantic city at the showboat. Um, like you can get your tickets now. Um, and then we're going to the con itself will be the Saturday and Sunday. Um, usually I have like pro wrestling there. Like literally I have this cosplay pro wrestling thing going on there, but I'm not, I'm probably not going to do that this year because I don't want to spend more than I have. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not going to bet too high. Yeah, Come out of pandemic too. I get you. Yeah. 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 And so I just need support. Uh, Look like uh, my my homie Keith uh, Silverstein. You might know him as Tobjorn from Overwatch. He's Ario Speedwagon and JoJo. He's ah uh, yeah, I know the name. Okay, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He's a bunch of he's Hawkmoth in Miraculous Ladybug, which I love that show. Um, he is like uh, he already is talking about he wants to come back because he's he's been to J One before. He wants to come back. Um, so we might have him, and we might have a special first-time-ever-paid event inside of the con where we don't know what the price is, but it's going to be high. Um, <laughs> because I have a game, because, you know, I make games. I'm making uh, Rival Aim. You could probably find it on my Instagram stuff here and there, but I haven't really pushed it too hard. Um, Rival Aim. I make card games right now. I stopped doing the computer games and the console games kind of stuff. I'm into like tabletop. So I made VT Heroes, which is literally a fighting game. If you're a fan of Street Fighter, you know, Marvel, Tekken, all that stuff. And you like Tokusatsu, like Rangers, Ultraman. Literally, that's what it is. Um, there's an Instagram for VT Heroes. And on our YouTube channel, you'll see matches and stuff. We're going to have a tournament for that where it'll. There's actually going to be one at BlurCon, too. But the finals will be at J1. If you win, you get to be a canon character of one of the nine main characters of Series 2. Ooh, okay. Your name, your government, and all that. Because that was part of the Kickstarter for Series 1. So each one of those ranger-looking characters 
they're just avatars. They're just digital avatars. So you can pick a like a female character and be male, and it still makes sense in the story. Think Ready Player One, Tron, you know, blue skin avatar, all that stuff. You know, Matrix, log in, become something else. Um, so all those were already bought by people. But Series 2, I decided to do a tournament for Series 1. And if you win that, you get to be... And you're, when I say canon, you are canon, one of the nine main characters. When the, when the manga comes out, your name, your likeness will be in there. You will have a storyline. When we move over to the digital world and start doing like mobile and console gaming, when we do story mode, it's about you. That's so fire. That is such a dope. You are a actual canon character for the entirety of the franchise. That is so fire. <laughs> Can't, Can't be. Even lie. Like, there's one thing about being a character, like cosplaying a character. Think about it. People will be cosplaying you. Because people will have a favorite character. That favorite character might be you. So, like, that's one of the things that we're going to be doing. Um, and then my other game, Rival Aim, is a shooter. I literally took Call of Duty, a little bit of Overwatch, a little bit of Fortnite, mainly Call of Duty, and turned it into a party card game up to 10 players. But it's easy to learn, like Uno. But it still plays with the logic of a shooter. With melee attacks, range attacks, taking cover, runaway, loot boxes, nukes, all that stuff. We're going to have a play session where you get to sit down with Keith from Overwatch and play him at this table privately. There'll be cameras and... Cam uh, like cameras to do photos and videos so you'll have photo ops and all that stuff You're like yo I was sitting here play, play testing this game with Speedwagon like you know so we're gonna do stuff like that that's so, that's so dope damn that's hard so for those who don't those who don't know once again I'm gonna just repeat it one more time uh, J1Con obviously presented by J1 Studios the longest 100% black anime con that's running right now. November 4th through 6th at the Showboat Hotel um, in Atlantic City, New Jersey. Um, tickets are on sale now. I did just throw it into the hashtag as well. Um, so definitely, definitely support that. Even if you can't go, um, is there like a way like people can donate to make sure like stuff happens and stuff like that? You, you know, we just, just wondering just in case. Um, we are going to have a sponsorship package thing. For like people who want to spend anywhere from a thousand up, we have packages for that where you get a crap ton of tickets, even if it's vendor table if you wanted to to advertise whatever business. We put your logos on all kinds of signage all over the con. So I, I, I ain't got no shame in my game. Like I, I think the, the the even the government hit me up about wanting to help me out. So if they help me, out, I'm going to take that money. So don't judge. I hear me. you. I hear you. No, we ain't. Trust me, bro. We got we got keep these cons going 100 percent and facts. And and okay. definitely everything that you're doing, we we do appreciate it. And even thank you for coming on the show, man. For real, it means a lot. We learned a lot. A lot of people learned a lot. Hashtag was going crazy. They learned a lot. <laughs> that's that's good. That's good. <laughs> I I know I was just all over the place. I didn't even talk about anything really. I mean, I guess I don't know. 
No, nah, man. I mean, definitely, you know, you're more than welcome to stay because it's about to get a little bit wild. You might hear some wild ass takes. <laughs> so I'm fine. I'm for it because we have a burlesque show at our con every after party where you get drunk and have a good time. So, all right. Well, all right. Cool. So I like yeah. Jay, Jay is staying. So, all right, y'all. Well, the hot take session will officially commence. As y'all already know, the rules is, um, so repeat it one more time. Of course, uh, one, be respectful to each other. Slander an anime character or anything else that you want to talk about, whether it's comics or whatever. Um, but don't slander each other, please. Uh, number two, uh, Vani already said it. Um, you know, she and they get the first say. Um, and then number three, let's go ahead and have fun. Now, I'm not going to rush anybody to get up here too quick. Uh, but if Frankie or I think over there at Otaka, at Otaka uh, uh, Queens over there, that might be Z or Zaria. I'm not for sure, or even Cam. Um, y'all can y'all can start. Whoever want to start, y'all go crazy, and then we'll we'll take requests at the at the. Uh... Yeah, you was right, um, Jay. Um... I knew it was you. Hey, yeah, what's up, Z? I'm still waiting you? for my loot too. You didn't see me. <laughs> you know what? You're right. You're right. Okay. My bad. I got you. I got you for real. I blank charge to my head and my heart. I got you for real. Yeah. Mind you, I apologize. This is my first time on this Twitter. I didn't know Twitter could do this. Oh what? Uh what? The spaces? Yeah. Yeah. And this is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you're bored? Oh yeah, for sure. Uh there's um there's a whole process. I know you say record in the corner over there. That's just for people knowing I was it. I stared at it the whole time like that's yeah <laughs> it's crazy <laughs> it's definitely uh go ahead go ahead Zari. if you want to go with the first hot take shoot it off okay um i ran into the wildest most terrible take today um it's people were, yeah it was terrible to me like why would you say this um but people were comparing docky from demon slayer to you know um Johan Lieber, Johan Johan uh, Lieber, they was just saying that Daki is more better than him. And people were saying that Monster was mid, and that's terrible. That's Monster terrible. is mid? What? Yeah, people just be saying mid, the mid word, like, uh. But that's their pen. And yeah. We gotta have a conversation about that mid word. Yeah. I tweeted this the other day. Like, you saying something is mid, but you can't really articulate why it's mid. Stop it, please. Yeah, I can actually read it, but um, read it, read it. Go ahead, read it. (laughs) Um Smooth was taking said, spitting monsters absolute mid, and people try to people try so hard to make it seem uh, deep. Psychological and complex when it's literally not. Uh. Nah, he messing up a few brain cells. Yeah, that's a fact. Mm 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 No, it wasn't your take though, so I ain't gonna trip on yeah. you. Yeah, I was looking at like what. Not psychological. Retweet into the hashtag. I need to see this. Now I got to see it for myself. Yeah, it's actually on my personal page. And like I wrote Mm. down a lot. And I was just 
I was just completely bothered by it. Like, why would you say, like, this monster always pushed, like, a lot of agendas when it comes to certain animes? Because I love True. dark and psychological animes. Like, I was actually doing, like, a, you know, a binge watch with all the dark animes. And, you know, I watched Wicked City, Paprika, uh, you know, Mononoke, Mono, uh, Mono, okay, everything, like, this past week. So, I was actually going to get into Monster. And for them to say that, of all the things, ugh. No, that don't work. I don't like that take. Okay. No, I don't like that at all. Monster is a classic. It's mad disrespectful. Nah. Okay, I'm like free now. Thing. Now I can let out. Now I can be a troll. <sighs> All right. Now you can be a troll. What? <laughs> oh, so he admits it. <sighs> oh, what? Shut up. Yo, no. Yeah, <laughs> y'all go. Um, go. I got one. Uh, I can't watch out. I was going to get my up. Badge, right? Hey, look at me right now. Look at my badge. You funny you as hell. Right <laughs> Yo, yo, I shouldn't even gave it to you now just because you said that, dude. Now you about to to turn up, bro. I'm about to push you back down and bring you back. No, I'm just playing. I'm fucking with you. Go ahead, Cam. All right. Um, I was going to get up here and talk about Thor, uh, Miles Morales, Thor, but we covered that earlier today. So I'm going to go to uh, TikTok that I saw this week that I commented on and people agree with me. And that was... uh, it was one of those, like, what's a scam that people don't realize is a scam anymore? And that is the D- the paid-for DLC in games such as, like, Mortal Kombat, Sims, Animal Crossing. Like, you, like, this is an entire other half of the game that you just, like, is behind a paywall. So, like, I'm, I'm playing Mortal Kombat, right? I have a certain roster. For the rest of the roster, I gotta pay another sixty dollars. Why am I paying for an entire another game <laughs> to play Mortal Kombat so I can play with the other characters of the game? Mm. You know what's funny about that? What it happens on all these games now, bro? FIFA, it happens on every FIFA, game. Uh, fucking yeah, they be, they be going too. They be going too far with these uh, DLC sometimes. Like you. Like, the season pass, like, nowadays, like, back then, season pass was not really all that expensive because people, they really didn't know what to do with the season pass and the DLCs. It was still kind of brand new. But now, forward, people, like, you really gain a lot out of these contents. But now, these DLCs are, like, just as much as when you pay for the whole game. And I feel like that's kind of a ripoff a little bit. And, and, the developers, and some developers know that. No, if we're being honest, it's like, it season passes had their peak when they first came out they weren't all that then after a certain point they were like the shit you really got a bang for your buck on the season pass but now it's starting to decline where people are seeing like we could give you less and still get more money out of you exactly that's what can i chime in oh i'm sorry go ahead i'm sorry i'm sorry sorry. let me get this but then go for it go for it um but clay would you say that it's worth like all right for example let me say Assassin's Creed season pass or Call of Duty season pass or Cameron's um, uh, take on the season pass, uh, Mortal Kombat, would you say that they're worth like pretty much buying a whole nother game? Like, would you say it's worth it? 
Like you just, you just dropped a you just dropped money. I'm about to say a band. Like you just, <laughs> you just dropped money on a game already, sixty to seventy dollars, and now you got to drop a whole another forty, maybe less, maybe forty to fifty for a season pass. That's that could be like not good. That could be ass. Yeah, it's it's the video game companies trying to like maximize their profit margin through your pockets. That's all it is. You know, like at the end of the day. Go ahead, Tati. What are you trying to say? Yeah, so I definitely think these gaming companies are definitely trying to I think they financially they feel like they're lacking compared to pay for play games and a lot of um online gaming. Um I think a great comparison honestly is Animal Crossing New Horizons versus Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. Um Pocket Camp is the mobile version of Animal Crossing. It's not as expansive obviously as New Horizons is, but at sometimes it does feel like there is more content and better content and better details for Animal Crossing Pocket Camp than there is for actually New Horizons. Um, I know a lot of us who have played Animal Crossing, we had waited for the longest amount of time and it seemed like when we actually played the game there were so many things actually missing from it and I think a lot of the hype wore down once you know people could start actually being outside and like didn't have to feel the first brunt of the pandemic um, then we get the DLC and it's like cool we kind of got what we asked for but now we know that it's like really again it got gets stale quickly versus pocket camp like it's like oh there's like different easter eggs things things that i wish actually for animal crossing but again they're getting probably more money i wouldn't say i mean i would say they have a more consistent workflow like payment plan from receiving mobile games and in or in uh, in-game app purchases versus people who buy animal crossing and then buy the dlc that's two payments after that and then who knows when they're going to come out with another dc uh, dlc after that so i feel like they're definitely trying to capitalize off that extra dlc and trying also cutting corners on that aspect and i think also you know we're getting some games um kind of delayed now like uh legend of zelda as well so it's like okay they delay it they upload it they everything's finished and then it's like if you want more you have to pay more so i feel like that's kind of how they're competing with mobile games sorry it was a long take but that was like that's something i've been thinking really, about lately too yeah. i so agree another point the, oh go ahead Cam. Okay. Bad. yeah so another point to this is like yes there's like the mortal combats or apex legends or like champion style games where you like there are certain characters that are stuck on a paywall and you might work better with that character, but you can't play that character because you have to pay like, I don't know, like you can individually buy a character. That's something you can do. But like you want the season pack, you want all the characters, you got to pay like another 60, pay like for essentially another game, which Mortal Kombat did. They gave you a second story mode for buying like season two or buying like the, ex the extra DLC um, and other types like say, well, what was the game that came out that everybody was looking forward to that first patch was just garbage. It was, um, what cyberpunk? Cyberpunk. 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 Yeah, cyberpunk. Oh, don't get like, me started on cyberpunk. Like people are, they worked on that game for years. And when it, when it released, it was still incomplete. Like, there, and then people are going in and like with fighting games now or with 
um, first-person shooters now, they are going in and patching the game as it's live because they can't they can't tell how it's going to be when they actually reach out to the public and they it's like okay during a live match this is how this character reacts this is how this mechanic turns out to be and so th- maybe this is overpowered so they're going back in they're fixing it so it's better to play for everybody yeah i get it but like when games got released back in, in the 80s and the 90s we were fire we had mortal combat combos were broken and shit and i miss it bro <laughs> combos like you played a character and like this is the character that is broken or like or just like these are the mechanics that you have work with it work with it figure it out yeah it's not, it's not like the broken characters yeah, from say, fucking demon slayer honestly because demon slayer i would say I will say one last thing about gaming and all that stuff because we talk about if we sit here and talk about games, we're going to be here all night. But I'm going to say this one last thing. Um, gaming, not all of them, just some, I feel like are slowly but surely are turning into gotcha systems like mobile games. And I don't That's like it. That's a fact. I do not the loot like box that. system in Overwatch is exactly like that. Exactly the loot boxes in yeah. Overwatch, the loot boxes that they had um, uh, in, Star- in that old Star Wars game, Battlefield, and, went, and a lot of people gave them crap about it. And what happened? They turned it off and gave us what we wanted. So we just gotta keep voicing voicing it out and telling these developers like, "Hey, yo, cut that shit out! Like, stop! No, we don't want it. Shut up." Y'all got to stop spending money first, but hey, senpai, I see you got your hair raised. What you want to say? Oh, I disagree with this statement, but you know, I'm I'm probably gonna be the odd man out in the conversation. Um, just because like I do understand what he's saying, and I do get like the you know like the gotcha system too. That's I think that's whole. I think the gotcha system is a whole different conversation. Um, just with video games, but DLC is like one you don't have to buy it. You don't have to buy the extra DLC, and then two, I also feel that like, cause I'm I'm a fighting game fanatic. Everything Street Fighter, Tekken, Mortal Kombat, and the thing is though, like, also buying that character is support for that thing. Like new character DLC, it keeps the game going. Like yeah, back in the day, like like Marvel vs. Capcom, it's an amazing game, and they came out and they didn't change anything, but like, also didn't change anything. Like the support for the game died after it came out. Like as a community, you what keeps it going. So when they add new characters or bring new new things like that, that's bringing more interest into it. So like, I feel like it's a little bit sore, like saying like, oh, like I like I hate for DLC, like everything should be up front. Everything can't be up front because everything costs money. But I, I think I think to your point though too, like this is why I don't buy 2K anymore. Um and reason being I don't is know because why you started. No, no, don't don't do that, Kadeem. Um so <laughs> so the reason why I say I stopped buying 2K is not because it's literally the same basketball game every year. You buy it a lot. A lot of times people buy a little just for my player and you're buying the highest cost of the game, which is like the hundred dollar version. No matter if it's the mobile version or legendary or whatever, you're buying that version because of VC. So I got to a point where I was like, why keep buying the same shit every fucking year? And all I'm doing is just buying a new character. When I haven't even got the full maximum potential out of this last character from the year before. So I was trying to keep up with everybody else, with your friends and shit like that. I get that. But it's also like at DLC at this point, if I'm already paying $100, $106 with tax, I'm paying $106 and some change. 
and then I get 250,000 VC. Even when I'm done using that 250,000 VC, I still got to buy another $20, $30 worth of VC just to get my nigga right. And it's like, dude, at this point, I done spent $140 on a video game and I'm not even getting the full worth of it because a lot of times the game don't really change, but dialogues and maybe the scenario of the story. But after that, it's over and you back to where the fuck you were a year ago. So I, I just want to say you're bugging because I'm still buying two games. Stop. Stop buying sports games. No, no, no. I like sports. I'm buying them. So I, I, I fuck with show. FIFA. I will buy the FIFA new FIFA. Well, FIFA is the best sports game. It's the best sports game. Well, that's so, a fact too. That's, that's that, a fact. I mean, yeah, the, the yeah, best sports game. But I, but I think though, I feel that from from a gaming and anime community that we've been spoiled with stuff, and like every game development company stuff like is different. So like I like I, I don't want to talk about Call of Duty because Call of Duty is a different monster than Apex. But Apex is free to play. Or League of Legends is free to play, so the money you put in is for like you personally, right? That's true. I don't play, mm-hmm. I don't play, I don't play two K, right? So like I can't tell you about like V Seals and stuff like that, right? But I do play fighting games, so in that sense of saying like it doesn't let you play, it doesn't let you play a certain character, like that part of it, right? And you don't have to buy it, but it's that feeling of being, it's that feeling of being feeling left out of a. Right. I'm not getting this. I get that, and like, and it's a different market strategy. I'm, I'm like, I feel that. Fortnite changed the game for this for a lot of companies. I think Fortnite was a superior for that. But also, like, I don't think it's fair to be like, oh, well, like, it's, it's again, double-edged sword of saying, like, we don't want DLC or we don't, like, we want to, like, basically, I feel like we want this stuff for free. Not the big word. Which but I, it depends on the medium of the game. Like, you have games that are shooters that do a battle pass where everything that you're spending money on is cosmetic. It's, it's not not really taken away into the gameplay itself mm. like that those the core elements of the game you get out of the box which you pay for like call of duty everything else is just cosmetic like games with fighting games where you have to buy like the additional characters now that is i can't agree with i'm not dropping bread just to get an extra character I so, mean, yeah, shout, shout out WWE 2K I am. It, 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 it depends on the character but again like i said it's you just... have to go go ahead Frankie. Go ahead. You, I, oh my god, it, it it just pisses me off to the moon. Because like imagine like okay, so the fighters in, Hey, what's up? I played it in closed beta and open beta, right? And so, you know, I love seeing I love seeing all the new characters come out and stuff like that. I bought the first season pass, you know, I was playing on my PS4, whatever. Later down the line, more characters come out. You got G Ren, you got like five different um five different Gokus, all Goku. Um all that stuff, right? They are all separate battle they're all separate season passes that I gotta pay for. It's not like you pay it once. I can understand if they did it where like you pay it once and then from you know that point on you don't gotta and you get everything before it, like I would understand that. That's okay. But like every single like season pass, I gotta buy it so I can play these new characters. And if I don't have these new characters, I don't you know. You behind in the game. Yeah, you behind. Like you don't like I don't I like I like there's certain things where it's like, oh, I wanna play this character, but I gotta buy them. 
What? What? Shout out Call of Duty fucking uh, Warzone. You feel like you was fucking behind because you wanted the new the new little dude that looked like I don't know the, the nigga from fucking Task Force One Four One. I want to play fucking Fortnite, dog. Like damn. Warzone. But I also don't. This is a new concept. I think it's just becoming more widespread. But I also like. I mean, I think there's certain games where you know that like it is pay for play like it's always been like that for like mmorpgs <clears throat> genshin um so i feel like that's it's a fact like, that's okay because that's a gacha system well yeah. here's the thing if you want the cool characters yeah like you know what i mean kind like, of how, kind i'm of, sure so many people have seen that recent cosplay kit uh clip where someone cosplayed as a primo gem and everyone was bowing to it like you, yeah if you want a character especially yeah. the hype and the lore and the stories that go behind that character and like the passes to do then you kind of have to roll for it like especially because i feel like i don't know like i also feel like that's another conversation for another day but i literally went to a cafe event for zhao um, in Genshin Impact. So there's like some extreme idle behavior happening. So it's kind of like if you're playing that, then it's like uh, that's the whole point is to get those characters essentially. I mean, like, yeah, there's story like, oh, I enjoy I, it, mm. but I feel like it mm. when you see the fan art and stuff like that, you like, there's more hype around. I feel like the there's so, so much hype center that it's just like, you know, what I mean? if you want to enjoy it, you have to pay. For each one, yeah, like, I I know exactly what you mean, Tati. Especially I because have you want to have a good dynamic team too. Yeah, like nobody wants Amber. Everybody hates yeah, Amber. Yeah, my girl, her little bunny. She's cute, <laughs> but she's hey, awful. Quick, you know, it's like quick. you want to you want to try to get someone better. You want to get Jean. Like it's it's one of those things. Or you, you want to get to Luke roll. or something. Like it's pretty yeah. much like gambling at that point. Uh, gotcha gambling. systems are gambling. They're gambling. J Warren has had his hand up for like a minute. So J Warren, yeah. let's go to you and then we're gonna go to the next take. All right. Yep. All right cool. there you go. Can you hear? You can you hear Joe? We here. Uncle Jay, you there? Head ass, I'll go to the next take. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, camera, if you want to go ahead and pub up right quick, then we go ahead and move down and get go on to the next take. Oh, okay. Uh, there you go. Oh, oh there you go. You can hear me now. Oh, all right. All right good. Yeah, there you go. I had to make a, I had to make a quick, uh, making a quick stop. I got to pick up some ports. Um, I got problems. Um, but uh. But the thing with Cyberpunk, I just had to say, it was not their fault as a development team. They they had stated they weren't finished, but the fan base demanded the game to come out. When that happens, you're going to get a crap game. Uh, the other thing is, we've been paying for DLC for fighting games since fighting games came out. If you didn't realize, Street Fighter 2 was a whole pay, and then just to get, what, play as the same characters, you had to buy and, and make it faster, you had to pay for Turbo. That's true. And then you needed four more characters, you bought Super Street Fighter, <laughs> and you wanted Super Moves, so you had to get uh, Super Turbo. Like, remember Championship Edition? They were pretty much the same game over and over. 
Okay, we got I will bugs. agree. Street Fighter has been running the same. They released the same game in four different versions. And we all own every copy like, of it. Why is, why is there four different versions of Street Fighter 2? <laughs> right. Because we are suckers for the street for uh, fighting games. All right, that that's our weakness. Nah, right? I, I, I mean, that is my I weakness. Think, I ain't gonna hold you. I think I Street think, Fighter Five was trash, but I still bought it and paid for a DLC. I'm definitely buying Street, street Fighter, Fighter Six. Five, I don't it care. Is, it looks so bad though. I'm hyped for six because it means six. I'm geeked six. Six looks bad though. I'm sorry, it doesn't look. It's too too much. It looks too much. Uh, uh, okay. uh, no, no, open world it. Street Fighter is a great Somebody. concept. Uh, right, I'm gonna buy it, but it looks like too much. For me, right quick. All right, appreciate you. I'm gonna give you that man to pub up. I hate you, Kadeem. I hate you. I wish. My brother. I wish that Arc System works. I know everybody says it. I wish Arc System works. Did the visuals for Street Fighter Six. But the art style was based off of Street Fighter 2, the animated movie. Bruh, you just hit a... Ooh, that's one of my ooh, favorite anime movies of all time. Preach on that. That's Street Fighter 2, the animated movie. If you don't know about that, this nigga... sleeping on that. That's the zone when Bison turned Ken into an evil yep. nigga. Yeah. That one. The one where Ryu was out here training on top of a mountain cliff and almost slipped and fell, but he said, nah, I got it. You have to get the one with the Japanese music, though, because when it first came over, they had to put top 40s in it because Sony bought the rights. I know the, the audio director of, of, of that and Ghost in the Shell. He does a whole bunch. We might have him at J1. But, uh, I never yeah. flex. Right, cool. Trust me. Go watch, get the Blu-ray of that of Street Fighter 2, the animated movie from uh, uh, Amazon. Trust I did me. watch the English one for sure. And you that was... Feature. They made a special feature where you can get the English dub, but the Japanese music. I think I've seen that one because it, people don't realize that that movie was a big deal in Japan. It was in theaters. Was that was, was that the one where um where where, where okay what is the I'm gonna ask this music example was it the one where it was playing like the drum with like the flutes and stuff like that when Ryu was like training was that the right one or I could be off? Okay, the last battle scene with. Kenny Ryu, yeah, and, and Bison. There's an actual song playing. Yeah, I watched the right one. Okay, yeah, I've seen it. All right. When Chun Li is fighting, Guile is listening to the same song because they're both listening yes. to the radio. Yes. Yep. That, that's in the, one the American seen. one, they have like Alice in Chains playing in Chun Li's fight, but Guile is listening to like the news. It's really weird. Yeah, I need talking about. So that one is on Crunchyroll right now, but it's the it's but you have to watch it in uh in sub. The other one that has the top forty music when Ken was driving down the road in the convertible and he was playing was rock music playing with his girlfriend or fiance. That's yeah. that's the English one that they have right now. Oh, that's yeah. Because now they with the Blu-ray they have it mixed where you can you there's a third option now where you can get the English voices but the Japanese soundtrack. See, I need it. And that makes life. it completely fire. I need that in my life. Good looking on that, dropping that knowledge. Yeah, that's what thanks, I do. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, thanks, for, thanks for making me spend more money. Appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget to spend money at J1Con. They, <laughs> that's a fact. <laughs> that's a fact. Shameless plug fact. right there. But with that being said, appreciate you, J1, for, for dropping that. Cameron, do you have any other takes? Or? Nah, I'm good. Y'all have All a right. good night. Hey, man, stay safe out there, bro. Yes, sir. Oh, will do. Stay with.
Stay away from them flaming hot uh, Mountain Dew, all right? Appreciate hey, y'all niggas go. Bro. Hey, Brad. <laughs> Appreciate you, Cam. Always. Yeah, man. Dumb, 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 shit like that, shit like that. Who we had next? Was it uh, was it Frankie or so or Toddy? I believe it was, it was Frankie. Frankie was oh, up there Frankie, first. Then Frankie, then Soul, then Tati, then Senpai. Okay, cool. Go ahead, Frankie. It's on you, bro. God damn it. Uh, oh, I, mean, hey, I mean, you can give your spot I mean, up and go last. <laughs> you want to think about it? It's fine. What you want to do? Um, I'm gonna go last. Let me. I, I gotta. I gotta. I've been. Okay. I've been like thinking. I've really been, been thinking a lot. All right. Say Wait, less. Real quick. Real quick. Real quick. Uh, Otaka Queen. Just want to make sure. Did you give your take or no? If not, you can go ahead and get your take off. No. That's that's yeah, a. That's, Z, that's Z, Z, Z gave us. Yeah. yeah, Z gave hey, a typical. Kadeem. That's it. Oh, Kadeem asked out on Clay. That was Kadeem. It was Kadeem. Oh. Oh yeah, I already got my other take off, but. Because y'all was talking about um, video games and movie-wise, I made a tweet uh, earlier about what if a video game got turned into an anime adaptation. I just wanted to know, like, what would y'all, what would you guys prefer? Well, like, a video I, game. Prefer like, well, wait, wait, you're saying like if it should be like a video game to anime or anime to video game is what you have? Like video game to anime. Because I have said uh, like it'll be different, very different. Like if Tomb Raider or, you know, say if Assassin's Creed turned oh, into fire. an anime. Oh, okay. I got you. Oh, you know what? Give me, uh, give me Legend of Zelda. Hmm. That's not bad. Uh, that's this this, this sounds this sounds very cliche, but uh, I would take be in an anime form from the video game, but they already kind of got it. Do you know uh, that man will be so overpowered? It's not yeah, I read the manga too. It's pretty good. <laughs> my daughter, me and my daughter read the manga together, so it's 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 really good though. Uh, Kirby Mania is what it's called. Um, very entertaining. But if they can do like what was that? What was that on Super Nintendo? Was that Kirby? The Adventures of Kirby or Kirby Adventures or whatever. If they did that, oh, you talking like about that kids that kids show that used to come on? Yeah, but that yeah, that was like a cartoon. If they do an Kirby anime, right off, I got you. Kirby, right back at you. Thank you. Yes, yep. there you go. Yep. <laughs> the theme song slap. I ain't gonna lie. Don't judge me. That's a fact. Yeah. Yeah, for me, I'd want Tekken as an anime. It needs one. And they're alive. Line. And uh, that are live needs. They're making a. They're making a Tekken anime. Tekken. Also, Darkstalkers. Oh, right, they are. Yeah, Tekken are making an anime for on Netflix. Thank you for reminding me, somebody. They are making an anime, but and it's gonna be fire. I can't wait for that. But you ain't watching Cyberpunk. Getting the Darkstalkers one either. It's a good one. That what about um? Fuck it, Elden Ring. I no. was just about to say that. Nah. nah. Bro, they already got Vinland <laughs> Saga. It makes sense, nigga. What you mean? It, it would be just nah. like Castlevania. That's too yeah, stressful. Clay, me and you right there, they're like, nah. <laughs> anything, anything in the Dark Souls realm, kiss, keep it and kiss my ass. I yeah. <laughs> I already have enough stress as it is playing the game. I don't need to see it happen in real time. It'd be so fired. What about Animal Crossing turning into an anime? Nah. It already was. Um, it was the they turned it into a movie. They had an Animal Crossing movie. It's really yeah. cute. Really? 
Also, just to double back on that Elden Ring thing, we're going to spend a whole episode watching somebody die seven times. <laughs> yeah. Somebody tries to get to the That's a fact. I wouldn't want to do it either. I would say Dead or Alive would be cool as well. I would love to see that because um, shout out to the, the whole, if you play Dead or Alive, you know, Hayabusha and the other dude with the white outfit, them niggas was like cousins or brothers or something. And then like two girls that were ninjas, they were like sisters or like... Sisters by marriage. One of them with the purple hair, right? Yeah, the purple. Yeah. I, Ayana, Ayana was a boss. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna say yeah. Bayonetta. I'm surprised. That would be good. That would be good. That would be good. good. Would I would like good. to see it. Also, I'm, just to just to go to that dead or alive, they just need to scrap that and just make Ninja Guide in there. That's a fact. Um, yeah. I mean, don't disrespect dead or alive, but yeah, bring back Ninja Guide real quick. Dead I also. Oh, sorry, Kadeem Fish. I was gonna say, um, when they were talking about like, yeah, there aren't any good sports anime. Dead or Alive Three, big to get for. So, Dead or Alive Three, the, be- the beach volleyball jump. Precisely, oh that shit God. walked so Haikyuu can run, and that's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. And you can decide whether that was a crackhead <laughs> take or not. Mm-hmm. Well, y'all just some horny. I, I appreciate all. you. We gonna go ahead for the next take. Um, so it's on you, my brother. Let's go ahead. Before we go down this rabbit hole. Yeah, what up, family? How y'all doing? Hey, man, man, good, good, good to see you, brother. So, yeah, yeah, good you to doing, see you, brother. Good to see you, man. King Bob himself. Bitch, same shit, different King day. Vibe. I'll be vibing. So, I have two takes. The first one is in conjunction with Worstgen's uh, Run My Fade matches today. For everyone... I'm not going to touch the Hakuba Zenetsu because I'm not bringing One Piece on a Tuesday. That's that's just that. I'm <laughs> smart man. Okay, smart man. Smart All I'm going to say is this. All I'm going to say yeah. is this on that top. On that matchup, recency bias is kicking your ass. That's it. On uh, on the fourth on the fourth Raikage and the fourth Raikage and Sharon, nostalgia is whooping your ass. Mm. Wow. No, no, no. I'm not done yet, though, because there's also fewer, fewer King Bradley versus the Thor family. Thor, Thor's, Thor Finn, Thor Kel. I see three Viking ships in the sea burning a blade. Thank you. Fewer King Bradley's whooping that ass. That man took on an entire military battalion with two swords and one flare grenade. Hey, don't forget this nigga chased down a tank. He chased the tank down. Hold up. Hey, yes, all that. So, and, so. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Z. No, I'm sorry. I I don't want to um interrupt, but you are not on the Thorkell side. You're on King Bradley's side. Absolutely. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the right side. <laughs> no, that's the wrong side. No, it's not. Z. Wonder why? Ooh, spicy. I, I'll, I'll tell you why it's not. Why? I'll tell you why it's <laughs> on the right side. There was a there was a nigga that Fear King Bradley fought who was the same size, strength, and makeup as Thorkill, the cow <laughs> chimera. Like and guess what he got turned into? Gobe. <laughs> Gobe beef, sliced and diced. But you got to think about. Thorkel, he's he's a hefty man. He's strong. He's, you know, he chopping people up with that axe. He's 
he made me, you know, take a couple of licks and, you know, but it don't stop him. It doesn't stop him. But Thorfinn, he's quick with it. He's quick with, you know, everything that he does. And, like, but Thorfinn, he took, like, oh, my gosh. Like, the panels and everything, like, I'm seeing. And I just can't wait oh, for Darren to get. reading that shit. Okay. Listen, I, listen, I've read it as well. And I'm telling you this as a okay, reader and viewer so. of both these shows. There's one. There's a person for every archetype of of member of the Thor's family in FMA. For Thor, for Thorfinn, you have um, you have Ling Yao's uh, his right hand bodyguard, the woman. For okay, Thorkel, mm-hmm. you have the bull. You have the bull chimera from uh, from Greed's old group. Okay, mm-hmm. and I'll even say for. Swordsmanship wise, I'll say the older bodyguard for Ling Yao, the um the girl's grandfather, swordsmanship wise, but like frame and body size, scar. So I'm just gonna ju- I'm just jumping here real quick though. So I looked it up online. King Bradley does not have regen- regenerability abilities. He doesn't regenerate. Like he's the only chimera that doesn't. So yeah. it is a three for one. This nigga's getting jumped. I'm sorry. Sorry, but like, and also, I, I just want to throw out Ben Saga niggas. They take hits like these niggas. Like someone's gonna die, but it's three for one. Like, I get that it's three for one, but this nigga took on an entire army by himself. But that's but like also the, with that being said, though, like the skill level of who he fought though, like those low difficulty niggas. He he's fighting three top high difficulty niggas. While I do understand what Sol is saying, he fought those people one by one. This is a three. Versus one at the same time. I'll also another two words that you're forgetting for everyone that's on the Thor's family side. Ultimate I. He can find your weak point before you even realize it. He knows exactly and where to, hit you to take you out. He took out he took out Greek with the ultimate shield with with minimal difficulty. Did didn't even get a scratch on him. But before the final fight, I should say. I'm talking about everything before. See, y'all niggas taking King Bradley over. Um, Absolutely. You're a damn skippy. Yeah. I'm taking King Bradley over that, but I'm taking Sharon over the Ride Kage. I just want to read like a couple of tweets. So uh, I think it's. Well, I know my family, and I'm sticking <laughs> side. I, I respect you. I respect you sticking with your side. I'm not trying to dissuade anybody. I'm just here to give or take. We got Otis Ghost Rider said, let me know when the Thor start deflecting bullets. Also, um, he dodged bullets. He just looked at me and said, whoop, whoop. he bobbed and weaved them hoes. That gif I put for that um, for that tweet, he bobbed and weaved them. <laughs> Shout out Black, Black Damnzilla. Uh, sound like some dead ass Vikings to me. <laughs> it is. That's a fact. Uh, uh, Kendra, uh, hot, 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 tell him so. Mm-hmm. I, be, I be trying to inform people, but also my second take is about Star Wars. Like last week, Yes. Oh boy! Let's Yo, go. Let's come go. on with it. I want you all to hear me. I am a veteran of the of the anthology that was created by George Lucas in '77. I've been in this game since '95. I remember watching A New Hope in '95 when I was two years old. I've been here since Jump. I went to theaters to see Phantom Menace, Attack Nigga, of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith, Rogue yes. One, Force Awakens. And Last Jedi. I do not recognize the rival. I'm right there with you, brother. I'm right there with you. I want you to know right here and right now is the second best 
Yes, the second best Disney Plus exclusive series for Star Wars. I don't care what I don't care if you I want to I want everyone to hear this, especially old Star Wars fans. Like how you were all pissy and up in arms about that's not my Luke Skywalker. Your Luke Skywalker died, ho. This is a new person. Your Obi Wan died. You have to understand. This man was riddled, riddled with grief. He had to relearn himself to help save the future. Also, Anakin died at 45, which means he was 30. Wait, yes. He was 33 in that show. Obi-Wan was Obi-Wan 16 years older than him. That man canonically died at 57. He's 46. He's canonically supposed to be 46. He had to fight and thought he killed his best friend, his little brother, at the age of like 30, 36. Think about how much that would fuck you up. Damn. Mm. Like people are like, oh, this, that, third. Oh, Vader's so weak. Vader wasn't weak. Vader was not. Vader weak. was not weak. I don't know why y'all niggas was, be saying that. I don't know why people thinking that. Y'all don't. Vader listen, was not weak. Bro. Bro. Not weak. But, 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 but so, sorry to interject. Aren't there only? Aren't there only four Disney Plus? Are you talking about? Are you talking about overall? Star Wars. Oh, overall, Star I'm, talking about, I'm talking about yeah. oh, like Star Wars series. Like, okay, you just talking about Disney Plus. There's only technically yeah. four, right? Mandalorian, um, Boba Fett. Yeah. Bad bunch and I think including the movies too, right? No, no, I'm talking. I'm talking about just like the series because no, I'm talking oh, that's, the series. that's not. Yeah, that's not that. I mean, come on, that's fair because it goes Mandalorian, Obi Wan. Because I thought you were including the movies. That's oh I'm no, I'm not putting movies. I'm not putting it above any movies because okay, okay. I'm gonna keep it a buck with y'all. My favorite Star Wars movie is Revenge of the Sith. Y'all, y'all can argue with your mama, not me. I have said what I said, not mean it. <laughs> hey, I particularly, I, back, I particularly, I I particularly enjoyed Rogue One. Rogue One is good. I'm not going to hold it. I'm just saying, like when I when I think about a movie, I'm gonna go back to a Star Wars. I'm going to Revenge of the Sith, but with, but with um, you you know it's crazy. Like how you chose Revenge of the Sith that quick. It's funny to me because if I'm like ah, I want to watch a Star Wars movie, I will go directly to you know, uh, Phantom Phantom Menace for the damn fight. That's all I care for. That's what you mean the final fight. Yeah, Duel of the Fates, bro. Absolutely. I that is one of my favorite fights. At the same time, I was mad at the fight. At the same time, I was yo, mad. Yo, Qui Gon was my favorite Jedi, and I hate the fact he fucking died. You also got to think about it. Maul, when he fought Qui Gon, he was in his early twenties. Qui Gon was like seventy something. That's a fact. That's true. He was old as hell. But yeah, um, when it comes back to like Obi Wan, have grace. The same grace that you want people to have when it comes to entering the entering the series have it with the new stuff because when it comes to it deborah chow if y'all watched for anyone who has disney plus or you have to know someone who has it i'm fine with, look if you share your password you share your passwords it ain't my money it ain't my business you feel me but there's a feature that they had after the first season of mandalorian with dave filoni and a bunch of different directors including the director of the wood and dope um they were just sitting down talking about just Star Wars and Filoni was talking about how people misunderstand the importance of the Phantom Menace. Like, oh, I don't like it. Well, you're a punk ass because it's really important. Everything from one to six matters. Everything 79 doesn't. And I stand by it. Um, <laughs> watch that. I, okay, go ahead. One, I like Star Wars thing. I like it. 
I like it too. But when he said about the last three, I, I they about the last three, Kadeem. What's wrong with them? They don't matter except for Finn. Thank you. It's a it's a fanfic <laughs> made by a by, made by a nerdy neckbeard. And that's no, why no, no, Finn was a waste yeah, of a character, though. I don't like how they did Finn, but I'm just saying I enjoy yeah, Finn. They, they I enjoy um, John Boyega. I enjoy him as an actor. But yeah, but but, but but we got duped though. Honestly, not to be too long on Star Wars, we got duped. Yeah, we thought, he's good. We, we thought he was a Jedi, bro. Dead he ass. is. They just don't want to admit it because Disney's racist. That's crazy, George. Oh, George. not George. No, no, no. George. <laughs> not George. <laughs> not George. George. Not, never George. George. Never. Listen, let's put it like this. George's wife, she owns the Broncos. George's wife is a black woman named Melody. I uh, uh, I know. George. George can't do nothing. George. George, George sold the company. Hey, George, get your rights back. Get your, get your, he get needs to get it. He's tired of it. He's tired of the Star Wars yeah. fans. And while we the fans, I talked to, um, I think it was Blurred Senpai. We said they don't know Star Wars. And I mean they with the utmost emphasis, bold, mm-hmm. italicized, underlined. They mm-hmm. don't know the thing about Star Wars. Even though they're the most represented there. They don't. Because they be mad as hell because they don't follow the motherfucking game. They are still mad about the Inquisitor. Go play the fucking Jedi Fallen Order. You'll understand that she's black. Dang, I can't talk about I can't talk about the show because they're gonna spoil it. Isn't it? Dang, bro. All I'm gonna say is this: uh, when it comes yeah, back watch to like, yourself. I know I'm say exactly. this about the, the the sequel trilogy. It's literally just three um three book store um three book storylines from the now the um the now non canon extended universe. See. Jane and Jason Solo, the yep. Jedi Prince trilogy, and Trigon. Yeah, Triclops. Triclops. Yeah, Triclops. Man, so you spin. I got no argument with that take. None bro, Star Wars lore really belong to black people, bro. Y'all gonna y'all gonna listen to so one day. <laughs> oh, he was My favorite statement. Is <laughs> you said well, man. What you say? Wait, what you say? Oh, he was definitely capping on the best movie, but I'm gonna let so cook. Listen, I mean, oh, your favorite. Okay, okay, my bad, bro. I thought you said yeah, the like, best. When I, when I think about my favorite one, I'm going to say Revenge of the Sith. I, I don't give a fuck. Listen, I'll be honest with you. I don't really much care for the original trilogy. They're cool. I respect them for what they are. But I didn't grow with them. I kind of was like, I was kind of shoved into them. I watched three different versions of it you call, you in call like me six old? years. You Listen, my favorite ones, like my favorite of the um, of the series, are always the ones with darker themes. So, Revenge, Empire, Empire, yeah, and Last yeah. Jedi. I enjoyed it for what it was. I liked Last it. Jedi was the okay, bro. I hate Ryan Johnson. The fan base. Yeah, I no, it. no, the Last Jedi was the least was my least favorite. I man, the Rise of Skywalker made me mad. Honestly. It did too, but the Last Jedi made me even more madder than. Um, the last uh, whatever Force Awakens like, I thought Skywalker. was a, the worst prequel I ever seen. <laughs> it was, oh sorry. my god! It was it just super, it was a, a supersized fanfic of a New Hope. Um, yeah. Facts. That's they why I can't respect JJ Abrams and nothing movie, he bro. does. And they I stand by it. <laughs> that entire movie was a reskin. Literally, Listen, bro. they yeah, had the nigga, they had the nigga from Heroes say that this is the Death Star. This is Star Killer base. I'm like, did you really supersize a fucking base? Bro, yes, it, it bro, this is yep. Death Star and times it by five. 
<laughs> like no, big man. ass. But I mean, but honestly, if I never mind, we getting too much of Star Wars. Let me show yeah, you. Yeah, this, this is my this is my real this, bag. Is, y'all think this, y'all thought One Piece was my bag? Nah, it's Star Wars. <laughs> oh, this show sure real so. bad. So your last name Skywalker, huh? Absolutely not. I'm playing. I'm fucking with you, bro. <laughs> well, I don't want to be part of that messy ass family. I'm not. Nah, nah, Star- <laughs> nah you know this nigga Sith. Oh my god, this is a third hot take. The Skywalkers are the Inuyasha of of sci-fi. Damn. Relax. Damn, nigga. Relax, man. Nah. Anakin and Padme are Inuyasha and Kagome. Not too much, bro. Not too much, though. Now, I'm the fuck. Come on, bro. You know what? I'm hey, doubling down. So I appreciate you, man. Go ahead, Popo Force. Right there, brother. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Don't be back on the right. Anakin and Padme is the fucking Inuyasha and Kagome of um, time. Yes. They're that toxic. Nigga, who, who's, who's Somaru? Obi-Wan. Duh. <laughs> I'm about to go, bro. Pub up, dog. Get the fuck. I'm going to play. I'm going to play. I'm going to say Obi-Wan is Somaru? It's crazy. Oh my god, god. All right, so is that that's no, it. Like yeah, I can't killing us Killing killing us today, bro. Appreciate yeah, you, bro. We know you did, so listen, proper violence. I'm <laughs> really? like last year, last year AAD, proper violence. Man, let's so let's all stay, man. I think my monsoon of violence is done. So I'm just pull up. Oh, um, okay. All right, go, go ahead, bro. Okay. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna do it quick because you know it's it's a uh, it's long and the day is hot. So <laughs> shout out to all the shout out to all the niggas, you know, anime after dark, analytical shit get critical. Bad. Worst gym bland anime that needs to talk. Geek say I'm blurred Altark. Otaka Queens, my niggas. Sundari. Shout out to John Shooter Robots, Black Anime Podcast, and everyone at the director of BlackAnimePodcast.com. With that, with that, with all that out the way, my tongue decided to do a tumble. <laughs> my um, what's Hello? poppy, y'all? Listen, <laughs> what's poppy, y'all? It's your humble Southern soul brother. I'm a video editor, video editor, content creator, um, co-host of We Got This Wednesdays once a month, every second Wednesday, except for next, except for July, which will be the Wednesday after DreamCon, because niggas got things to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I am also also shout out to Slice of Anime. Can't forget about the niggas. That's a fact, nigga. <laughs> I almost for, I almost forget it every time, so I gotta make sure. I, I gotta shout out to my new TikTok. That's up too, man. Y'all see it? Y'all gonna see yeah, it? I, I'm, being, I'm being. Um, vibe with the niggas. Vibe with me if you want to vibe with me. I'll be chilling, doing I doing what I gotta do, living life. I'll be vibing. You know, I'll be here if you want to. If you want to follow me, cool. I be t- I be a vibe sometimes, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and sometimes I have takes like I had tonight, if I'm really in the mood. Plus, you know, I su- I support all black people that do right by black people. That's a fact, nigga. Fact. Even his, even his <laughs> violence <laughs> is a vibe. <laughs> 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 Yo, that you Hashika Gome, Anakin Padme. I would Listen. never let that go, bro. <laughs> you that may not was... like it, but if you look, if you look at the comparison, I'm looking at it, it now, sense. and you're making I'm... sense, and it's making me mad too. Listen, bro. I'm saying Attack of the Clones and Clone Wars. It shows what? very much the Anakin Gome comparisons. That is a fact. Oh my god, bro. Uh, and okay, also, we're, we're doing this. We're not doing this. We're not doing also, this. Also, Kadeem, no. I understand you don't like uh, Last Jedi like that, but there are three movies worse than that. What? Rise of Skywalker at the bottom. 
<laughs> that's, that's a fact. That, that, Attack a fact. of the Clones right above it. Hate it. Wait, and Attack of the what? You mean Clone? You mean Clone Wars? No, no Attack, no, 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 Attack of the Clones. Clone Wars, the cartoon show. Yeah. Attack of the mm-hmm. Clones, where they had the big, where they had the big fight between the Jedi. Yeah, and the, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was one of my favorites. Oh, it's cool, it's cool but it was a Rush Love story. That's what it was. That's the issue. I ain't look at the love story. I, I can hardly give two shit. How can you? That story. was that's such an in, uh, integral part of this. They story. made it an integral part. Yeah, and like, above that, yeah, and they look, and they push it into your face like this is how it's gonna be, and this is like, come on now, like exactly. <laughs> this and, nigga only watch half the movie. Honestly, I don't watch all the half the movie. I mean, I'm just but no, and then the one, and then it's like you got you got Red Walker, you got Attack of Clones, and above that, Return of the Jedi. I stand by it. Damn, Damn. what the fuck? The Ewoks are cute, but fucked up the whole vibe for me. Honestly, fuck the Ewoks, and y'all no, can kiss my ass. They're cool. I understand the symbol, <laughs> I understand symbolism like man versus I hate like nature Ewoks. versus the As world. someone who identifies as an Ewok, not too fucked Don't don't <laughs> don't do that, Toddy. No. 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 It's because they're cute teddy bear people. Right there, That's why. Right there, okay, wait, 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 wait. Oh. Okay, so wait. Remember in A New Hope, we had Jabba Walkie, my name. They were right the Jabba, there. Yeah. We had the Jabbas. And then all of a sudden they said Ewoks. And I said, huh? Like I don't I don't what's this a revitalized version? Like I ain't know what the hell. Listen, right. all I'm say is this. They they Jabba were cute, walkie. but the when they started throwing spears through armor, I was like, You got it. <laughs> the bro, bro, you definitely bro, got bro. it. Exactly. That's a fact. Nah, they just had the arm strength, that's all. The arm strength? The arm strength? At two foot three? Hey, the arm strength? Really? At two foot three. Bro, I Yo, am... those niggas was doing push-ups every day in the woods. Man. Come <laughs> on. Okay, anyways, time, time, <laughs> what's your take? Yeah, what's, your, what's, your, what's your hot take? Okay, cool. Um, So, considering that it's Pride Month, I do want to highlight like, my take when it comes to a lot of BL or... Uh, Yuri anime um, a lot of it is queer baiting or a lot of it is created in the gaze of the opposing uh, gender and listen I love my spicy Yuri I love my spicy BL but I also wanted to take the time to highlight a lot of queer books or queer creators um, or queer mangaka um, that I really thought were interesting so um, in honor of Pride Month, of course. Um, so one great series that is actually like a personal essay um, or, or like an autobiographic manga, essentially, um, is created by Kabi Nagata, which is My Lesbian Experience with Loneliness. I actually read that one. It's kind of like a multiple series manga, but she really talks about her experience of um, uh, her first a uh, sexual experience with another is with another woman and it's also with a female prostitute which is kind of crazy so she kind of like um describes that describes her relationship with her gender and her sexuality and packs and explores that and then other essays i think she also describes it with her family um i put in a hashtag earlier today um but definitely check it out because i got to read i saw that title and i was just like a couple of years ago, I was like, this looks like a doozy. I need to finally check it out. And I did. And I'm just really happy. Um, another queer manga recommendation I have is also My Brother's Husband. At first, when I saw the manga cover, I thought, oh, this is like the family. But essentially, it's not. It's about like um, some great shifts happen in their family. Um, 
and the main character, who's a father and divorcee, um, his brother-in-law visits the house, and it really is starts. It's like about him understanding who his brother is, um, understanding his own internal bigotry and homophobia, and trying to unpack that and understand what his relationship is, and it's a family dynamic. So I feel like those are really two good stories that explore queer identity that discuss it that discuss bigotry in japan i think a lot of like um another bl that i watched that was on funimation um it was really cute and it was like great like they're dating and stuff like that but there's still a big huge issue with um you know same-sex marriage in japan so i feel like you know like, sometimes I feel like that element of, like, how these characters are navigating their queerness is missing. I feel like those are two really good stories that are checked out. Also, um, both series are finished. So, um, yeah. I have other things I definitely don't mind sharing in the future. I'm trying to read that as I also do my Magical Girl rewatch. Um, because I feel like I kind of explored that this month. And I was just like, how many queer stories are actually created by queer creators and mangaka how many of them are kind of like uh uh same-sex love stories that are kind of for the male or female gaze and just trying to navigate that and as a queer person myself just trying to support that within the medium and support people who are um identifying as a part of the lgbt community so that's the educational hot take for today just keeping it short and sweet um but yeah and also happy pride month baby yeah Fact. Shout out to Edutainment, as uh, J1 said. That's yeah. just did Edutainment. That's why. I you can also throw those recommendations in the hashtag for people who yeah, want to get into your. Yeah. I, um, I'll post them again. Um, I do have other ones that are on my list. So I want to list them out that are like recommended as queer love stories that, again, isn't queer baiting, isn't fully fleshed out. They're still on my list to watch, but maybe we can all be like cute and watch them together, you know? Um, just like blackness is 365, queerness is 365. So, hey, yeah. shout, out, give, shout out Given and classmates. <laughs> oh, yeah. Given is definitely a great example, too. Mm-hmm. And I think right. another one that Vani actually recommended to me last year was it blue flag yes uh, I, I sometimes i get blue flag, flag confused with blue period but blue flag is another Wait, blue flag oh, oh. got an enemy blue period well it might be blue period because blue period has ryuji who yeah. is gender gender fluid yeah, yeah. nah it's blue flag bonnie was okay. blue flag. Uh, yeah but okay. blue period another one that i've seen clips of also too that i haven't had the time to actually watch and that's on my list is i think our son is gay um and it actually yes. kind of like I instead of having two. like a, mu- a family that ostracizes it's to give it in the perspective of the mom and like love and support and i just feel like that's really beautiful um because again like i don't want to recommend two stuff too much stuff that like i don't be like lena waif and like be like oh here's some trauma for you babes but like <laughs> i want to like you know i do feel like there needs to be dichotomy in the stories you know I would love to speak about um, I Think Our Son is Gay because I read the first two volumes and I want to pre-order the third one because it's not out yet. It comes out in like July. But like it's told from the perspective of the mom and when I tell you like it is literally such an eye-opening thing because there's a scene in there 
I I had I have it on my phone because I I don't remember it right now because I let my friend borrow it. But like, there's a scene in there where um the mom where she works at right um there's this older lady um we're just gonna call her grandma and um you know the mom is there she's working they they're and they're like you know they're doing little gossip and stuff like that and they wait think Frankie, sorry to cut you off is this like a big spoiler though or is it like i mean it's all the stories are separate though okay yeah all the stories are separate only because I just part. started. <laughs> oh, okay, 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 okay. Uh, I'm just gonna just yeah, never mind. Um, I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay, it's fine. But oh, like, well, on that note, don't want to yeah. get into no spoiler territory. All right, Tyler, but I do want to just uh, mention um one last thing. Like, um again, just like if like if there's a way to like include as we like also include like just to add an additional layer of intersectionality especially as i know as we as black anime fans are definitely like understand that level of intersectionality if you could also like try to carve out space to also some adopt queer story writers and add interactive and manga and i think that would be really cool and it helps us expand and grow as lovers of this wonderful genre so that's the only one thing i wanted to land on and i can pub up it because that's literally the last thing i needed to say no i appreciate it go ahead yeah cool so um you guys can check me out on tiktok some of you already do and i appreciate the love and support already um always posting stuff about stuff that's happening in nyc anime related have some new vlogs coming out um, occasionally doing some fangirling every once in a while. It's okay, you know, it doesn't happen too much, but only happening this week, but <laughs> for other K-pop related reasons, but that's fine. Um, also, shout out to you guys. Again, keep on going strong, week 41. Um, shout out to Hubtaku, shout out to Soul and all the other artists and creators that are on here. Just out here doing the damn thing. Yeah, that's you too, though, Tati. Don't know yourself out of that. Oh my boy. You know, I'm just trying to be out here. Oh my boy. We appreciate you, Tati. Thank you, guys. All right. Senpai Killer. What you got for us, bro? Yo, what's going on, y'all? I low-key wanted to talk about my hot take. I had two of them. I low-key wanted to talk about like black people or black community not supporting um, but J1 Studio isn't here, so I don't know if I should have this conversation or not. Because I kind of just wanted to get like the opposite perspective of that. Uh you good for mm. the same purposes. You fine. Go ahead, yeah, you good. Go ahead. Um, I mean, I just think. I mean, so I think personally, like when people say, and like I get a silver swords, and I'm not saying it doesn't hold weight. Um, I didn't want to talk about this, but I think it's like. I think when we have this notion of for black community about like support and things like that, that um we like throwing stones because like just because every person is supporting doesn't mean there aren't black people supporting. And I also feel that like when it comes to creation, entrepreneurship or whatever people are doing, they feel that it's a competition or a race and it's not, it's a marathon. And like, you know, you get support, but like to say like black people don't support or black community isn't supporting, it's kind of like biting that hand that feeds you, you know, and also just because other communities are supporting maybe more, again, it's not a competition. Like, I just feel like it's low-key a paradox. Um, Earlier he said, like, earlier he said particularly, like, black people always saying for, like, they don't, they want their own IPs, they want their own original characters, and so 
when I make these characters, um, I don't get that support that's needed or, you know, that, and I'm not saying again, some black, black, black people don't do support, but also I feel like black people do support, you know, like if I put these rooms that we in, the spaces that I've been in, communities that we are made, I see mostly black people. Um, so I feel that when people, so I feel when people say like, oh, black people don't, don't support is, is, I feel like you, as a creator, you might have an expect an expectation about like how many black people support, support you or give you money instead of just create and like, oh, okay, I'm just do the thing. Um, that's my personal hot take. Um, and then also like, again, like, again, it's like, I feel that when you say that, but then you ask money, then that's also, again, like also everything isn't for everybody because like. Just because you're black doesn't mean you made something for me. Because that's like I'm a whole different... I'm going to say that. 100% facts. Right. Because like... Because I'm going to say like, if you make a character... If you didn't say you're making a character, just because you make a black character doesn't mean he resonates with me. You know? Um, I think a good portion of this with example is like Miles Morales. Miles Morales is New York. He's a kid growing up, da, 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 but he's betrayed as a kid. I, 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 like, I, I love Spider-Man already. So, so for the second Spider-Man in black, is just dope. However, the issue I have, like, for example, the story issue is that it, it portrays stereotypes about him. Like, he could have, like, a good example, he could have been just Thor and been a god. He could have been, they literally could have had him as being an Asgard and stuff like that. But why does Asgard have to change, or, or Thor has to change because he's black now? Like, Asgard has to be the hood, which I have a problem because that's portraying a, a bad, I don't resonate with that, right? Like, Saying these twenty-one liners and stuff like that, or catching a fade and stuff like that, like that doesn't resonate with me. So yeah, I'm gonna take offense to it. And like, I feel like a lot of characters like that are like a lot, a lot of things like that happens. And then also, w- what the thing is, is like people resonate with Goku just because Goku's Goku. So if you make them black, then yeah, like I'm gonna resonate more with it. Or Piccolo, like you, you have characters. We have characters that already are coded as black, and there's nothing wrong with liking those characters or like seeing these characters portrayed in a way that resonate with you more. Like if you already like Vegeta, if you think Vegeta's a dog ass nigga, and then you see if someone made a black range of Vegeta and you feeling that shit, I think that's dope, right? We, we like we can love what you love, what you love. Um, but also again, like just because something comes out, it's not for everybody. And I think we have to also look at that, but also to say, like, hey, like, if you want more support, I get that, right? But then, like, I just hate when people point the finger. I feel like it's pointing the finger when you say, like, well, y'all didn't do this when I did that. And it's like, that's, to me, it, it, it becomes a loop. I actually... He preached it. And not to double down on devil's advocate, but I also feel like... um. We have to. It, it literally starts with you as the person. It like it's, it's starts, it starts it start with you, right? So mm. if 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 said thing is being said about black people generalization, and you know what you do, then you they ain't talking to you. You get what I'm saying? Like I also feel that too, right? Um, but to Senpai's point, I also feel like you have to tread that water lightly because. Mm-hmm. You know, we just had an incident with BlurCon where, <laughs> you know, like uh, people want to support that. But why should we now? Because you pulled that stunt a year, a year and a half ago. You know what I mean? So you you don't want to bite the hand that feeds you, like he said. But also it it is still something that like I feel like we could support. But at the same time. 
I think I think for the community and in a sense, to Senpai's point, I go in many different spaces, whether it's Twitter, Clubhouse, real life and Momocon, about to be DreamCon in a couple of weeks. We support the shit that's dope. That's what it comes down yeah, to. But to so Johnny, to your to your fact and not no, just play it this opposite of the advocate, you know. To his you no know, J One's defense, you no, know, the times that he grew up, you know, and he's seen different things than we did than we have, right? And he he and he's seen things where, you know, black people probably did not support as much as we see now. Yeah, it's a different perspective, right? So now we and now we're seeing black people, you know, our our age or new generation or whichever are really boosting each other up and pulling them up from their bridges and seeing them boosting their content and this and that. Why? Because now we have the material, we have the resources, we have everything at our disposal to really say, "Yo, let's push black excellence out." No, I agree with that. But how and long I, are we gonna look at stuff at a thirty-year lens? Though I guess that's my also question to not to piggyback off, um, senpai. But like, I think that's also what I kind of noticed in terms of the discussion, um, because it's just like, and I think it's also like every time we excel, like obviously we see how things have moved along the way. But it's like it can't just be like oh, wow, you guys are doing this. That's awesome. It's like, well, we need to remember remember where we came from. And it's like, we never did. And I think like that always happens. And I also feel like, again, to what Johnny and Senpai had said before, like we will support and give money, especially now that there's such also a wide plethora of like people who make content and people who make merchandise and do these things. I will support and give money to people who obviously will excel in those things. I'm not saying that black people need to excel and be excellent in order to like receive those things. But also if you're giving money to a business or doing something, you want to give one to, you know, that you'll actually reciprocate that energy back. So I feel like obviously like we also have options now. So I feel like the conversation can also be shifted to is, are you being support? Like, are you like, receiving a lack of support because now there's too many options and you went from being the only option and no one wanted to support versus now you have to deal with competition like i feel like that's a different conversation to be had rather than just oh people aren't supporting me in general sorry to cut across but that's no you're good Toddy. And I, and I just want to add this because I'm not saying what he's saying is wrong, and I'm not saying like I'm not discrediting him. Yeah, that. Yeah, I wanna, yeah, I know I'm just saying. saying that I hate the notion because I feel because like, I feel that I, I feel that power words have power, and if we have this notion and say, "Oh, black people don't support," or "Black people don't support," that we put energy into this idea that black people don't support these ideas and stuff like that, and I, and I completely disagree with that. It might not be as popping and like people throwing a million dollars at it, but people are putting energy into it that, that do connect with it, right? So, so I just think that it needs to be a change of um, perspective, and it is also like a conversation of saying, like, well, why do we feel this way, or what do we need to change? I just, I hate when we have, I hate when creators or supporters throw other, in general, I hate when black people throw other black people under the bus. There it you doesn't go. have to be, and it doesn't have to be that yeah, way because it's a cop out. Because yeah. yeah. mm-hmm. if I make something and it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't hit my target audience. Which, if I say it was black people, I would rather say, okay, well, what, why, why didn't it hit? And that's me personally, and I just want to say that's my hot take. 
Yeah, because nah, failure is gross. Oh, and and I, 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 yeah. I don't not to like that, not to like double down on it, but like I just being the person that's like, I'm only thirty. You know what I'm saying? But I'm saying this now, and this is no shade to anything or anybody. But Damn. we, we as black folks, got to get out of the. Uh, when I was blank, this was happening to me, and you don't understand blank. That got to stop. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, and I'm Sorry, saying that man. respectfully because I, I too, still had struggles. You know, we kind of touched on it in the discussion, but I felt like at the time, it almost felt like it was if, like, oh, like, maybe my struggle wasn't good enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, But but the struggle is the struggle. You know what I'm saying? Like, I still got talked about for liking anime, reading manga in class, having Yu-Gi-Oh cards, having Pokemon cards, I still got mm-hmm. I still got, you know, talked about. I still was the butt of the joke. Like it wasn't until I started wearing Jabot jeans and Air Force Ones with the matching colors that I got really some, you know, some type of play for real. Like I, I ain't really get that until then. So it was like and I was still into these things as in like anime shit like that, but I can dress and I blended in very well. So they was like, ah, you can dress though, so we're gonna let you slide. But all that little cartoon shit you're doing, fuck that. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. they couldn't talk shit about me no more because I fit in. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of times, a lot of us was trying to like fit in and make sure that we didn't get talked about. And then some of us were 100 percent outcast, said, fuck that shit. But our experiences are experiences, but that don't mean that our, that one experience is greater than the next or is least or is least than the next yeah. because you came from a different time period. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know. Let me shut the fuck up. I was going to say, but also at the same time, I think we also need to like, you know, like praise ourselves for outlasting being outcast. Like we got ostracized for those things and we got to be a part of the growth. Like it's not like, oh, I completely missed out on it and now I'll never get to experience it. We were ridiculed and now we also see the benefit and rewards and we're continuing to let it grow. So I think that we just need to make sure we add that involved in the conversation. So that way it's not always back in my day. You're saying back in my day in a space that you get to be a part of. Like, I don't know. That's just, that's me. I'll leave Nigga want to be Grandpa Lou so bad. Back in my day. Nigga, shut up. Go <laughs> you can't say back in my yes. day and then we're like, oh, well, and then we get to open up a Shonen Jump app. We like, you know, what I mean, we're, we get to like, you know, what I mean, it's like investing in your 401k and then actually getting your 401k and being like, oh, wow, this is like retirement. You can't be upset about it. I don't know. It's because like, the more people that are into the genre, into the culture, it brings more money to everybody. Point, 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 period. That's it. But the same niggas be like, too many people are liking anime now. Nigga, didn't you want it to be popular? Pick a struggle. Either you want to be in or you yeah. want to be out. way. Very much that. Right. My hair. And what's annoying is they make struggle be like a competition. Like, since when is struggling a competition? Like, what the hell? I don't struggle know, Olympics. But it's irritating. The Struggle Olympics? Struggle Olympics. Struggle Olympics. But nah, uh, we appreciate you, uh, Senpai Killer. That that was you spent right there, bro. You 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 spent. Definitely good discussion, one hundred percent. All right. If you want to go ahead and pub up right quick, my brother. They can all pub up once once Bishop Bishop get down, bro. Let let them take time. Bishop, you the last one tonight, bro. It's eleven fifty one. We about to get the hell up out of here. Bishop, I I still didn't see my hot take. Oh yeah, yeah, damn, 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 damn. Yeah, I forgot. Frank, you want to go now or you want to go? Oh yeah, I can go now. I can go now. All right, go ahead, bro. All right. All right, so I hope, I hope people don't yell at me for this. I really do. Uh, but, what you about to say, bro? Come on. But to me, the minute I see 
that the anime is a mecha anime. I shut it off. Excuse put that me. Shit to the side. God damn. I put that shit to the side and be like, "You're at the bottom of my watch list." Here we go. I'll go do something else. It's 11:52. Uh, Frankie, we appreciate you. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, not too much. I do the same thing, but no, I, no, I, like, I at least watch it halfway. That's a little. I but like, it, bro. I try. I try. Okay, I will say this though. Cannon Busters, yeah, I watched that fully. So, you know what? Wait, that's the one that you're gonna go with? That's, <laughs> the, that's the one you chose? <laughs> no, no, no I watched Code Geass. I watched Code Geass. That one, I'll, I'll run with Code Geass. That's the one but you like, chose. Better Attack on Titan. Good job. Right. I mean, uh, Attack on Okay, but like, Attack no, on I would say, I wouldn't say it's, it's a mech. I know what people mean. It's a mech. But I would say it's a bio mech. Cause like you know they're flesh actually, it's a it, it's a man mm-hmm. <laughs> replace it with real ass, you basically got the plot of a Gundam basically yeah but Gundam Wing is like but like yeah. the thing the thing is with mechs though like they'll just do like 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 a good mech show usually usually and I mean is and I mean this more so in like Code Geass I guess mm-hmm. um. Like there's more dramatic moments and stuff like that. Nobody really not nobody like from what I see, nobody really talks about like the mech aspect of it. They'll talk about the drama and, you know, just crazy dramatic moments that happen in a show. And I'm like, okay, so this is pretty much like a really good soap opera. And not you calling it a soap opera. And mechs are just there to just be there. That's what mech animes are. But we do, people do talk about the mechs. Shout out, shout out 86 because I think 86 is the best mech in a long time. Ain't no uh, yeah. uh, Hold on. Okay. Z, what you trying I'll, I'll to get? Give, I'll give it. I'll yeah, because I gotta get off on my older brother. Um, Frankie, I gotta ask you a question. You ever seen uh-huh. the movie called The Happening Ooh. by Mark Wall? Whatever his name is, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Mark, uh, John Cena divided by two. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, yo, wow! <laughs> <laughs> right, now you, now you out of line. You was out of line. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you know the commercial where he says like, "I look like Mark Wahlberg." Ate Mark Wahlberg. Like, oh my god. <laughs> I ain't but, never heard nobody say that shit. That's me neither. That shit was genuinely no, funny, bro. That's funny like, as hell. Like John Cena says, Mark Wahlberg. I look like Mark Wahlberg ate Mark Wahlberg. I was like, you know what? That's facts. <laughs> that <is laughs> wow, that's hilarious. But no, <laughs> no, but like I really don't. I just don't like mech anime. I'm sorry. Like I, no, I'm I talking about like the movie, uh, the happening. Because I'm about to compare it to something. No, I don't. I don't think I have. I mean, Mark Wahlberg, unless he's a Boston cop, like it's like one of those end of the world movies, right? Z and like yeah, it's like yeah. the happening. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's the, a very good. Oh, this is or killing humans. Look yeah. Okay. The happening is about like you know the wind. Everything is controlled like the air. Like it's a virus or something going on and. If the air or wind get control of your brain senses or, you know, you know, basically it'll just control everything in your body and you will harm 
others and yourself, you will commit, you know, things like commit suicide, kill others, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, that and, movie messed mess me up. Yeah, that movie did kind of mess me up. I was like, oh, no. Okay, and then with this mech anime, a wind named Amnesia, I kind of compared them together a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> a wind named Amnesia, oh, Amnesia is a good mech anime to me because they are similar. When the wind hit, everybody lost, like, their memories of like everything so just think about it like robots and everything they just snap and lose control and start attacking everybody nobody knows their memory who horrifying apocalyptic everything everything is apocalyptic at this time so it was a good anime well a movie it's, it's like VV for a second there. That was like almost what it makes like lose their minds and go out go never mind, let me not say that. I mean you really didn't spoil shit, but VV But is- like I don't <laughs> it's just I don't know. I think it's cause like I'm I like more so like the human aspect because like I said this with Yasuke. So, so, um, the po- so the politics of like certain like mechs you won't really fuck with, even though they're still like, like, no, no, like no, eighty six has the, the politics. Hum- it's, like, there. it's just that the human has like the human has no ability. It's like like with Yasuke, right? You have samurais, you have sorcerers, whatever. That shit don't exist to me, uh, Frankie. You really gonna bring Yasuke? I know every time <laughs> I, I I know every time I bring up a bad show, I don't like. I bring up Yasuke too. That's crazy. But like, Ugh. um, <sighs> with Yasuke, they had mechs, right? So the minute you put robots in there, it makes swords obsolete. So like, with with um with mechs in general, they're like, I can't do anything. I have to run to my mech now in order to really do something. And then I'm just like, okay. What about Erector 7? Right. I was about right. to say. What about Visions of Escalfone? All these shows I've never watched, so I don't watch the mech. Yeah. I don't watch I the mech. I think, Frankie, based on your case, you would actually really love Erector 7. So you watch JJK, though, right? Yeah. All right, so you know, the, 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 the nigga with the, with the, uh, with the woods... You know, oh, the, oh, like, the yeah, one, the one who's just pretty much all a, bandaged up. Yeah, that's yeah. a that's a mech, technically. <laughs> Johnny, don't do that to mech <laughs> anime. One, <laughs> I mean, one robot. Robot. Full of Kadeem, sir. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was saying, I was saying like no. the uh, the boy. No, you know, no, no, no. Like if the show has season. a mech in it, it's like okay. But like if it's like the main thing. It's Damn, just like you hurt my Gundam wing, hurt boy. Oh my It's just like ah, uh, and then they do hey, some power some friendship homework. type thing, and then he somehow magically get a new thing in the mech, and it's just like oh, oh no, that don't happen in Gundam. See, wing, you talking bro. about super mech anime? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the, no, oh, okay, okay. So yeah, because Gundam okay, ain't like that. So you have mech animes, which is like just machines, but right, then you have yeah. super mechs where it's like magic and machine. Yeah. Where the mechs can logging. change and not explain anything. Yeah. Who said Gurren Yeah, you got Gurren Logan. Yeah, Gurren Logan, Zoids. Zoids. Who said that? Voltron. Mazinger Z, all those. Oh, that was me. That was me. Voltron. Voltron, technically, Toddy's right. Power Rangers, technically, they're right. It's all literally. Knights of the Zodiac. Not Power Rangers. Sentai, Super Sentai. That's the same thing. That's Knight. Oh, yeah. Is Knights of the Zodiac... Super Sentai or is it? No, that's that's Magical Boy. 
Yeah, that's mm-hmm. magical boy. That's magical yeah, boy. That's yeah. magical. That's Saint Seiya. Saint Seiya is not too good. Right. They're the same niggas. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of something else. I'm gonna and rock my brain. Oh, su- oh, Super Armor. Sentai is the original like Power Rangers. Original that's, Power Rangers. That's, that's where they got it from. You got, so and then you got a uh, Common Rider, which is technically Mecha. Yeah, technically Mecha. Those aren't Mecha. Those are Sentai. Sentai and Mecha are different. Though. Right. Yeah. Can, yeah you're right. You're right. You're right, you're right. Can, I was saying. I was saying the robot portion because you were saying the super mech, right? So like, technically, like in Power Rangers, think about it. Like the original Megazord, they had to get the. When the Green Ranger finally came around to the White Ranger, they add a little part to the damn thing. Then the Samurai, yeah, Thunder Zord, and shit. I hate to yeah. be that person, but thoughts on Evangelion? I enjoyed it. I I like. No, it. I mean in terms of franking, and like I wanted to know, like, oh. what are your thoughts about Evangelion? Oh, I've never watched it. I just know that there's like seven different things for it, and there's a whole order you gotta watch them. And my friend was telling yeah. me, yeah, he's been telling me about it for like years. Don't. He's like, yo, Frank, you should watch Evangelion. And I'm like. I'll get to it. I think my thing is, me personally, one of the reasons why Evangelion meant so much to me is because there's such strong biblical references in it. Um, I mean, like, there's literally, it's called Neon Genesis Evangelion, and, like, the things that I talk are angels. Um, And, like, I grew up in Catholic so that's why I, like, had a connection to it. Um, I think it does have that magical aspect, and sometimes it gets too crazy. Like, you're like, Lilith, this what the fuck but i think like when it has there's such like i think knowing you the way you like um in treatment and the psychological aspect of it and not in like a oh i'm edgy and psychological like the actual psychological freudian things that happen to occur biblical things those type of references it has like it's kind of has like a russian doll effect in it um and like every time i watch evangelion i feel like i do experience something new. I think sometimes it does feel like, oh, this trope is played out. But then I also remember the time that came out. Um, I also love the way that Hideki Anno directs things. So I'm not one of those people like, oh my God, Evangelion's the greatest anime all the time. But I understand why I watch it. Even if when I watch it, I still always to say have something constructive about it. Like I was just actually talking about Soul a couple weeks ago. I finally finished the remakes. Um, like I'm probably like, it's one of those things. Like I watch Lord of the Rings every year. I watch even Gelgen every year. Um, oh, and I just like, um, yeah. I just you know, there's every time I watch it, there's something new for me to kind of explore. And I just you know, I think it's one of the best mechs of all time um, compared to like and I like, but also like for me, the best mechs for me are Kogias, Eureka Seven and uh evangelion so that's all i say in terms of like advocating for mech anime like yes there's political things but if you just look at it as oh somebody's in a battle like helm and it's like people shouting and people like going through stuff then it's like you're missing out on like a couple other things so i don't know because sometimes i like to just see like straight up i like to see straight up hands it's nice but then when Mm -hmm. you're in a mech it's like it's like I'm hitting you, right? Yeah. But it's like I'm not really hitting you, like physically. Or oh something. no, no, they yeah. found that shit. I mean, like, and even in Araka Seven, right? Like, it's a uh, the Gecko State. Like, it's like a group of like kind of like outlaws and like stuff like that. They have their own internal struggles. Like, it's kind of like they're a family, they're coworkers. They have all this stuff like that that's going on. But then they're also support Araka. So like, there's personal like sl- struggles that give it like slice of life thing so if you want to see like fights like that that happen um obviously like you know kogios benzaku he like that kick iconic meme and then um 
Uh, even Gellion, you know, Asuka be throwing hands all the time. So, because she's a, the OG Sundere. So, just give it a shot. I mean, mechs and what all the other genres. Yeah. And also, gonna be, I, I'm going to get to them slowly. Yeah. I'm gonna get to them Take your slowly. time, but also don't let Yasuke be the benchmark for you because that was a disappointment across the board for everybody. Like, I was, we were all watching that, and you're like, why is this a mech now? Now, yeah. like, every time no, these people I, bring up yeah, mechs, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. Yasuke. I'm like, that's unfortunate. So, but it's funny that you said like biblical references because I'm sitting here like, I'm sorry, but like, the Bible to me is a fan fiction. Fan fiction, thousand percent. Not too much. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> not too much. Seriously. Um, and then, like, it's funny because, like, a lot of shows, they'll do, like, biblical references. I love the stories. I'm here for the stories. I'm he- I'm I'm a storyteller. I love the stories. I'm not gonna let it run my life though. That's that's too much. Yeah, I mean, like, not even just in terms of that. Mm, not aspect. too much, y'all. Yeah, I mean, I was gonna say. Let's move forward. Yeah, moving forward. Moving forward. Moving forward. Let's go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, I'm gonna wrap this up. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna wrap this up. All right. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah. That's really it for my hot take. Yeah, what are you saying, your brother? We're gonna let all y'all pop up in a second. Uh Bishop. Mm-hmm. We see you, uh we see you requesting, but it's kind of getting late, so we're not gonna be accepting any requests for tonight. It's gonna be the last piece. We apologize, y'all. But it's uh it's late. Yeah. Yeah, come back next Tuesday, share your take. That's yeah, for real. Bishop? Or or you can go on our Discord and share your take there as well. You feel me? Yeah. That's a fact. Link in the bio. Uh go ahead, Bishop. We out of here, bro. Do your thing. Go home, nigga. Oh. Yeah, move. That was that was it. I'm going to sleep. Damn. <laughs> you probably, probably had a good one too. And you know how you know it's really late. Kendra left, and she, you know she brings the best. No, no, I, I don't have I don't have anything. My only th- my only take is that I came in and somebody mentioned that Dead or Alive was the best sports game, and that was the biggest cap I've ever. <laughs> <laughs> At least worked. once a week, I find a way to make Omar upset, and I love it. <laughs> so, so, like, I came in on the biggest camp after a long ass work day, so I was, and that's the last thing you said. Nah, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so y'all go ahead and pop up before we. Watch, uh, before I'm trying to kill you up this move. Hey man, watch. I'll, I'll see. Fucking, I'm just playing. I feel you on haiku though. One hundred percent. Oh, mm-hmm. I, 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 I see. Don't forget. Uh, all right, yo, uh, Bishop. Do you want to pub up anything else besides saying watch haiku? Drink water. Hashtag trainer. That's right. All right, niggas. Let's let's go home. All right. So, anything else you got? So probably went to the bed. All right, cool. Toddy. Anything else you got before we go? <laughs> All right, nothing. That's it. All right, cool. Frankie, anything else you got before we dip? Nope. Shout out to Slice Anime, Slice uh, Anime Network. Uh, Senpai, anything else you got before we dip? Uh, Senpai Killer, um, all pouts forms. Um, just here to make friends and grow. Um, trying to play video games, and I'll be at DreamCon, so I'm down to kick it. Yeah, let's hey, get yo, it. Add me, on, add me on PSN, brother, and Xbox. All right. Otaka Queens, aka Zarya. Any any last any last words? 
Um, yeah. Uh, follow the page, everyone, and also follow uh the member Bree Chi Bree with the uh I see you girl. Um, <laughs> with the uh Rengoku and you know a YN thing. Y'all see her? She's right there. So yeah, follow her and. You know, follow me if you want to. Feel free. I always give good takes. I never give bad takes. If if I do, then that's your problem. But um, <laughs> <laughs> and she has spoken like y'all don't argue with me. Argue with your mama. That's yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just can't kick it with y'all as always. And I need that link, Jay. You're right. You're right. You're right. I got you. I swear. I got you before I go to sleep. I swear. I got you. I got you. I got you. Okay. okay. Watch that man knocks out as soon as he stops. I am yeah. not. I'm, I'm actually about man? to like do some <laughs> editing so this shit will be up by Thursday morning. I'm trying to be on time, baby. baby. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to be out here. Uh, but thank y'all so much for tuning in to the Analytical Podcast. That's episode 41. Um, the topics that we did have tonight, particularly about the Hoochie Daddy shorts length and also summer anime. We will get to that next week because a lot of summer, summer anime is going to start this upcoming week. So um, some of your favorites just ended. Spike's Family, uh, Aoshi, stuff like that. The first course or the first half just ended. So, of course, be on the lookout for the new summer anime. Hit myanimelist.com, myannielist, all those other different things. Uh, Crunchyroll.com released some of the, the list of today, what they're going to drop. So definitely be on the lookout for that. Um, <clears throat> shout out to Ash that's already in the room. Ash Beer Guy, Giant Shitty Robots. Uh, BlackAnimePodcast.com, the only place where you can get all of us in one particular space. Uh, some of your favorites, of course, us. You got Worst Gen, you got Blanime, you got Otaku Queens, you got so many others. Uh, so many, so many, so many others. Shout out to Young Deuces and uh, Geek Set. Uh, also, shout out to Slice of Anime Network. Um, shout out to We Got This Wednesdays. Uh, Senpai Saturdays, all Art Podcasts, all the different type of things. The rest of anybody that we have forgot that to say on the podcast, charge to our head, not our heart. We love y'all so much. We appreciate y'all all the support. We'll see y'all at DreamCon in a couple of weeks. Um, and of course, that was episode 41. And until next time. Hopefully we've left you with some good memories. So until we meet again, stay gold.